theme song. The Hello Kitty thing, like, it makes me laugh every time. So I just won't watch it. And that is why I get so much hate. He means Courtney Cox. Up Gitchy Gitchy Goo means that I love you. What are we talking about? I don't know, man. Let's get back to the point. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Back to the Point, the official podcast of Close Call Entertainment. I am your host, Brad, and this is your host. Seth, hello, hello. And Seth, you know, it would... I, I love seeing you, man. I love seeing you every week. I know. And it's so nice to be able to get together and just talk and watch She-Hulk and scary movies and everything. And we're going to do all that, except I'm tired of you and I want someone else. And we, so we brought in a new person here whose name is Sam. Yes. <laughs> this is Sam. Say hello. Hello, everyone. It's good to be here. I feel like this is a, like a threat situation where it's like, say hello, Sam. Oh, yeah. I got into my head. Oh, Hold God. me hostage. Uh, well, I mean, you are in between both of us to keep you away from the podcast talk. But yes, that's, that's true. Um, Sam is our first really loyal listener. Yeah, that's uh, true. If we're being 100% honest. And he has been wanting to be on the podcast since the beginning. Yes. So we decided to talk about two of his favorite horror movies. Yes. Since we are in this spooktacular October marathon, I don't know what this is. It's a theme yeah, for the month. So, the spooky season theme. The best month of the year. Sure. Maybe. Christmas is right there. Well, I don't like these horror Christmas movies. Is, so. Christmas, Christmas is my favorite holiday, but October is my favorite month. I That's just, fair. Yeah. Mm. I, I love it. November is my favorite month, and Thanksgiving your, is my favorite holiday. Oh, so. yeah, it's your birthday, I, That's too. understandable. Yeah. It's, like, it's a nice trilogy. That's true. It is. It is. I never think of it that way, but I do like that. Um, but yeah, so we, we, we have our first guest. We're extremely excited. Yes. We definitely pushed ourselves to watch two, at least one very terrifying movie, and the second <laughs> one wasn't as scary. But the first one, we had to, me and Brett had to watch together. Um, so take with Which what you will. Which did help. I don't know if I would have been able to get through the first one by myself. Yeah, well, you told me when you stopped, and I was like, Brad, we didn't even get to the scary part. <laughs> no, I the suspense, man. Um, but that's all in the future that we're going to be talking about it. Um, Sam, I don't know if you're wanting to do this, but I've got some news. What kind of news, Brad? It's going to be great. Um, how do you feel about the Mummy movies from the 90s? Oh, with uh, Brendan Fraser? Yeah. I love him. Yeah? Like, I, I, I grew up watching uh, the first one with my, with my folks, and I just I love it so much. I mean, Mummy Returns has some, uh, some iffy uh, CGI and some interesting storytelling. The third one, for me, is a bit forgettable. I've only seen it once, mm -hmm. and that was when I first watched it in the theaters. But the first one is just, it's so much fun. It's very it's fun. A great, it's, like a, it's like a movie that you can just watch drunk with your friends and just enjoy <laughs> yourselves. Yeah. Would you like to see another one? With Brandon Fraser? Yes. Absolutely. If <laughs> well, it might just happen. We don't oh. we have no confirmation of the movie actually being made, but Brendan Fraser, I guess, was asked about it and he is open to another mummy movie. And he thinks that the Tom Cruise version didn't work because it wasn't fun, which I agree with. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna do universal monster type of things. Outside of like Dracula, I think you kind of have to have some fun with it or have some underlying tone to it. Yeah. And you can't really have a very underlining, serious, moral tone to like. Even, even <laughs> Werewolf by Night, which is like the most recent example of doing this universal style um, 
monster movie it was fun yeah <laughs> there were jokes in it where it was like i, I like this <laughs> yeah still need to see that yeah yeah that's so let's like, not but, spoil it too much well, you know also on the the recent mummy movie that released in like i think 2017 i think it was 16 but yeah yeah it's like one of those years but like uh <laughs> they tried to do this whole dark universe thing <laughs> yes the dark universe Be- i think that's still technically alive I don't think, I think so because well, I think Invisible Woman or a man was like a whole other thing. No, this, that is the Dark Universe. I know well, that is. They're doing like Invisible Woman, I think, with Elizabeth Banks directing. I think. Oh, okay. They I'm also talk about like Ryan Gosling being the Wolfman or. I, is Pod- that old news? I feel like that was before know. it I mean, died the first time. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it, it. That's just. I. Yeah. I just don't know most of the the whole news, but like. In that movie, The Mummy, they also have brought Russell Crowe as Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde, which I thought was like a very odd interesting choice yeah because it's just like they're trying to bring all these characters together and it was very uh, like it was very avengers with the uh universal monsters you remember like the picture that yeah. they took <laughs> i remember the picture with johnny depp and like yeah look at this shit and, and then it failed immediately yeah. Yeah. johnny depp was supposed to be the invisible man mm-hmm. yes which i preferred the invisible man's where we got yeah it's, it's like actually good and it's Blumhouse. It's I still, I, I have it. I need to see that. I haven't oh, seen see it the either. Original with Claude Rains. I still. I do want to watch that one as well. Yeah. It's it's really good. It's an abuse story, so it kind of gets a different twist. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. it was very moving and very a nice powerful. modern take on the the idea. And it is fun. Yeah, yeah. and they have fun with tech and the yeah. futuristic of it. Mm-hmm. It is kind of strange that he's open to another one because if you like, there are articles about it. He this these movies destroyed him. Yeah, his back specifically. Yeah, like yeah. he went through multiple reconstructive sur- surgery. Really? And he, yeah, and mm-hmm. he's just like, I'll do another one. I I, guess. Yeah, he was in like this weird makeshift body armor that he would tape to himself every time he like did an action scene. Damn, I didn't yeah. know that. So, but if he's willing to do another one, then I'd I'm be down. Watch it. He, he already has like a a movie that's been. Critically acclaimed called The Whale. Yeah, I have heard about the whale. It had like a 20 minute standing ovation after. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I we're going really to have to come that. to review We that really one. wanted to see his portrayal of Firefly and we're Batgirl. We're so upset. Oh. We're so upset. <laughs> yeah, and then Doom Patrol. Like, he's he's had a really he good, good Doom revival Patrol. of his career. And yeah, and like, I, I plan to. I, I, I haven't seen Doom Patrol, so it's going to be kind of hypocritical. But I'm going to watch basically anything he's in. Oh, absolutely. Just because I like him a he's, lot. He's just, mm-hmm. he's so charismatic as a performer and he's just... coming back for george of the jungle too i know <laughs> really no <laughs> no damn Sam, we really there. got you i mean there is there already is a second george of the jungle there is, sure. yeah it's already cast yeah uh what else you got brad uh did you guys see that jonathan majors put on 10 pounds of muscle to play kang the conqueror in the new ant-man movie yes i think i sent that to you actually yes did you see this no oh i gotta show you these pictures he, he looks very good i was already really happy with his performance in loki oh my god <laughs> right? i just showed him the That's picture insane. yeah he's incredibly he, ripped he really put the it work looks in photoshopped it looks like it looks like what emma stone claimed ryan gosling's abs look well, like and like crazy Hold on. Hey. Hey. Get up. No. Get your ball. Get your ball. He'll calm down eventually. Yeah. It just takes a second. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm very terrified to see him now in Ant-Man. Yeah, I think he's going to do a really good job with the character. I'm not... I don't know too much about the character, uh, but, yeah, I... From what I've heard, I think he'll do really good. I... I'm excited. It's 
he's really good in um well Loki. Yeah. And yeah. then we saw him I saw him in Lovecraft Country, which I was like, this is also really good. So <laughs> I think he's just did you see that picture of Paul Rudd that's like a leak from Ant Man three? I try not. I try to stay away from us as from much as possible. We don't talk well, about never mind that. I'm actually starting to like really stay away from trailers because I feel trailers today are just give away too much. Way too much. Yeah. That I well, we so did. A, I did a whole experiment on this podcast with Thor about how I wasn't going to do trailers <laughs> yes. and everything, and it then was impossible. It didn't really work. I wasn't really su- surprised about anything except um, the black and white fight. <laughs> yeah, which that, that was, was really a good nice. shot. That I did was, like that. That was really nice. Yeah. That was the only thing, and I was like. Man, this has been months of just agony. And you, it was agonizing. Yeah. You hated your whole life because of trying to dodge the stupid yeah. trailer. I would have loved to have had that, had that experience with No Way Home. Just like go in and see Green Goblin, Doc Ock, mm-hmm. all these different characters just in there without having to have any knowledge of that. Man, that would have been like that a been. fever dream. It would have been cool. It also would have been cool if you know the other Spider-Man were an actual surprise. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, once they announced the villains, it kind of did ruin the surprise. It was just like, I would believe it if they put him in this. Yeah, whenever I, when it comes to Marvel stuff, I simply stay away from TikTok. Oh, I don't so have TikTok. So I just, I don't, I don't, huh? I don't have TikTok. Oh, you're so Oh, you're lucky. So very smart. I, because like Straha Goofy, um, this <laughs> shout out to him, Um, he, uh, he talks about like every episode of She-Hulk where I'll talk about Every new trailer and da da da. I just stay away from it because the theories are what spoil it for me. Mm. Whereas I don't know what how Brad does it, but he whenever he talks about it, I'm always like, okay, that's not too much information. I don't know what I'm even going to be looking yeah. at. I just know this random leader person, you know, like it's and, and so I was it kind wrong. of yeah, and you were wrong. Um, so it kind of still keeps the suspense for me. Mm. And then I just watch the trailers and then talk to Brad. They're so <laughs> enticing it. though. Theories are so enticing. But I don't want to ruin it. I know. And a lot of Spider-Man No Way Home was ruined because yeah. of it all, which that was its own like level of crazy. But yeah. Like, Still good, though. Still a good watch. I that's fair. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's what's going to happen with Deadpool 3? I fucking hope not. I'm well, maybe, pissed. Maybe we'll avoid that because we, we do know he's in it. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that would help. I mean, the poster kind of gives it away, too. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you can't really and the video where it's like, yeah, he's in it. <laughs> um, well, I've got another question to ask if you're a fan of. Are you a fan of Harry Potter? Absolutely. Yes. Would you like to hear some sad ah, news about Harry Potter? Yeah, I know what's coming. Yeah. Robbie Coltrane has died at 72, otherwise known as Hagrid, uh, from the Harry Potter franchise. Man. This weirdly did hit. Like, I'm a low-key Harry Potter fan, and I was just you like... You finished it. I know. I haven't finished it. And I'm just like, damn. I love wow. Hagrid. It, it sucks. Harry Potter is always such a stretchy thing for me because as we talked about on the um our first uh after dark episode I hate JK Rowling. Um <laughs> but this was heart-wrenching. Yeah. Cuz he's 72. That's that's so too young. young. That's so young. Yeah. Dick Van Dyke's still alive and he's 96. Oh jeez. <laughs> And I'm not trying to say Dick Van Dyke should die. He shouldn't. He's also no. a, a gem. I think that, but, I think I have the same argument with the Star Trek actors where I'm just like, wow, Kirk's still alive, huh? <laughs> this this year in general has just been full of so many yeah. celebrity losses. Like we, we just had Angela Lansbury mm-hmm. like just days ago. 
Yeah. And like Ray Liotta. The Queen. He died at 96. The Queen. Oh, yeah, the Queen. queen. The Queen is kind of the big one. <laughs> like, the queen. Wow. Not really big for media, but big for no. the world, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, I tell you, when that, I found that out, I was, it was almost like I had been waiting for it, though. I was just like, Queen died. <laughs> it happened. I, I just always think about that one line in Megamind where he's like, the Queen isn't real. And now, like, <laughs> kids are going to watch that in like 10 years and be like, Queen? The queen isn't real. <laughs> like, 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 what? Do we mean that bold uh, King Philip guy? Yeah, like they're gonna be like, what is this about? And it's it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And okay. then some final news. We've got these. This is the big news. We got some delays. Yeah, a lot of delays. Yeah, we which I mean, one of which we we um expected. Which we one? called. Oh, well, let's talk, and then we'll. We called. We called. Um, the first one is Blade got pushed back to September 6, twenty four, and that's not a big surprise since it lost its director. Yeah, yeah. And they're doing a complete rewrite. I don't know, man. They didn't finish rewriting Star Wars Episode Nine until like two weeks before they filmed. Yeah, but that's J.J. Abrams. That's this, true. I wouldn't. I wouldn't really think that that would happen with this, but it should. It it makes sense that it got pushed back. But along with that, like, right after we got, you know, the Hugh Jackman reveal, it's also, like, November 8th, uh, 2024 is when Deadpool 3 is coming out. Uh, Valentine's Day of 2025 is when the Fantastic Four movie comes out. We've got... What a great date movie. Mm-hmm, we've mm-hmm. got a move, uh, an untitled Marvel movie on November 7th of 2025. Uh, Avengers Secret Wars on May 1st, 2026. And then we had an untitled one that was previously on May 1st, 2026, and it has been removed. We do So they're not making whatever that project was. I think it was Armors. Armor? Wars. No. Yeah, me either. Um, They've titled that. That's true. This was untitled. This is something we had no idea about, and they were just like, it's not very good. So that's interesting. I, I think they're trying to slow down. That's which fair. I'm happy with me and sam on the way we're talking about this we're going to talk about it a bit more honestly it might be a great segue into the she hulk finale um i think i think you're right i think they are kind of wanting to slow down because i think there is this um superhero uh, uh, oversaturation yes where it's just like we're getting bombarded with superhero stuff marvel stuff during She-Hulk's run, we got Thor, Love and Thunder, and Werewolf by Night, all while She-Hulk was still playing. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> so I think it's fair to go, like, we're a little tired of watching everything. Well, and it's not even like, oh, I don't like Marvel anymore. It's just, give me a beat. Let mm-hmm. me digest this mm-hmm. thing you just threw at me, you know? And it's it's usually a pretty, at this point, everything's a pretty big piece to this puzzle. I think that's what's going to change. Um before we like get into that, I, I I think it's very important to say that I texted Sam. I was like, "Have you seen She-Hulk?" And he was like, "No, I haven't." I was like, "Oh man, we're gonna be talking about the final episode." He's like, "Oh, that's okay. I don't mind if you spoil." I'm like, "Well, that's good." And then he was like, "So I, I've seen all the episodes." Yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. He binge watched them all, oh, so he can be caught up on. Man, that yeah. is commitment, and I appreciate that. I mean, you're right. They are like half hour episodes They're pretty short like but you, you didn't have to do that <laughs> i don't want i don't like spoilers that's fair that's I, fair I, we're I, gonna talk about some big ones like even even with some of your podcast episodes like i i like listening to the entirety of the the episode instead of like you know going from one section to the other i mm-hmm. just i just it, it makes it easier for me but at the same time i don't like getting spoiled 
That's yeah, fair. That's fair. That's oh, why we put the yeah. time. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I know. So nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm so really glad, glad that. It. Yeah, because what we because it was a big argument of like, oh, I want it shorter. He wanted it longer, and we kept going back and forth. And we're like, let's yeah. just put timestamps. Yeah. That way, people don't have to listen to it all. Also, like to. I do want to say, considering how much we are getting with Marvel movies and shows and all these special programs, it's it reminds me a whole lot actually of horror, uh, in the 1980s specifically. Because once uh, Friday the 13th released and became this massive uh, low-budget slasher hit, it was just, you know, months, months. You just get all these uh, doppelganger slasher movies just, like, at every corner. It's the 3D movies that I hate. Yeah. The 3D <laughs> movies. I mean, it's just, like, you get all these different situations, but it's always the same thing. Where mm-hmm. It's like a killer is, you know, taking teens off one by one while they go do all these... You know, Stupid sexual shit. acts, smoking, all these mm-hmm. things, and just hitting all the cliches yeah. along the line. <laughs> so it's like that got to a point where people were just tired of it, and then they think, "Oh, well, how can we, you know, how can we fix this?" And then, so I, I it's going. I think that's kind of situation of what Marvel somewhat gained themselves into, where it's just the more they give, the less we're really going to appreciate the content that we are receiving. I think this is something like, well, I guess we'll get back to some of the other things just to jump to the, the ending of this. I think that's kind of what they want with saying like these Marvel movies are, um, or these Marvel shows are, like deal with these topics. And then at the end, it's just a big flashy bang fight to kind of satisfy the audience. And they don't want to do that anymore. Cause I think even straw hat goofy had brought up that like WandaVision is supposed to be this story about a woman and trauma and guilt and mm-hmm. guilt and having to deal with it. And then I think what this is trying to say is like, we, we don't want to do, we want to like tell the stories and have the endings fit what we've been doing and then, and not have it be this flashy fight. And I think that's something that she Hulk could have benefited from, or even it did because it stuck with the character. I, are are we gonna argue with the finale right now? No, let's start about some of the other things. Okay, because because that's gonna be a yeah. an interesting one because we have a three way here. Great. Um, so that'll be interesting. Are either of you a fan of the nineteen seventies Incredible Hulk show? He is. I yeah. I've not watched it, but I as soon as okay, spoilers for the opening the scene. last scene, like the last, yeah, the last uh, episode is the first season. The show the the episode opens with uh homage to yes. the series with Lou Ferrigno and thought, man, that's Bill actually, Bixby. <laughs> it's so good. It's, it's fun. So, it's so entertaining to watch. I was like, man, this is a really good way to just like hook your audience, especially if they appreciate comic uh, stuff. Yeah. Well, if you're like the rest of us or the other half of this conversation, you were like, okay, so this is a reference to something, <laughs> but I have no clue what it is. I was very just like, I, I bet it was a TV show or yep. a movie. I was like, it's something Hulk related. And of course, too. I loved that show. I watched like three seasons of the five seasons. That checks. It's re- it's a fun show. It's just like Bruce Banner is on the, he's like hitchhiking because he's being chased by the cops because he's a monster and everything. And it's him getting into situations and it's fun. I like it. Um, It's kind of what Immortal Hulk, this storyline is. And that's why I think they should do that storyline. But, um, so it starts with that, which is just a fun little homage. And they told us that in the trailer for this. And I completely forgot. I did not. I, I did forget as well. I did not expect it. Yeah, it, it showed up and I was like, oh, that's right. They they told us they were doing this. Um, And then and then it's what happens after that? 
Um, it opens up to her life falling apart. Oh, that's she right. loses her job. She gets arrested. She has to wear a band to not turn into Hulk anymore. Mm-hmm. She moves in with her mom and dad. out of her apartment. Dad out of her apartment. Horrible time. And then she's just like, I can't believe this is how my yeah. fucking last episode went. And not just that, but she also woke up in the prison, and in order for her to get out, she has to, you know, restrain herself from turning oh, into the yeah, hole. That's rough. That is rough. Because she got the Emil treatment. She got the Emil treatment. And for Emil one, deserved it. I'm one hero. outburst. Yeah. And it's, well, it kind of just proves everything that she's, or I guess Bruce was saying, but also just what people say in general. Yeah. Well, and, and it definitely added into that whole, like, uh, war on women type mm-hmm. of thing with it. Because the Hulk's destroyed many things. And he's oh never... Gosh been restrained well he has been on the run from the government (laughs) and he has been restrained i actually did think about it it's just it was his own self-restraint yes but it the but i don't know it was very different how it was handled it it was different um also like most hulk stories take place in an area that's not the united states yeah so but also she just broke some screens (laughs) that's true it's not like she went on a rampage you know like emil Context helps Almost a lot. Killed people and like and did kill people and yeah. And she's just she she got upset because a dickweed showed her <laughs> sex tape that mm-hmm. she didn't know was recorded. Mm-hmm. She had every right. Yeah, it's, I want to it's see his very... heart in her hands, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> um, I was pissed. I I was so glad to see more of Pug in this because we get to see him infiltrating the um intelligentsia party and. Man. How un- party. Yeah, and how uncomfortable he was. I <laughs> just felt for him. It was rough. Yeah. So obvious, too, because he just had one very long apple earbud in his ear, and he was just talking to people. I'm like, okay, James Bond. Well, I love, he, he just kept being like, yeah, fuck women. And it's like, oh, Pug, you're so bad at this. Yeah, but and, they all were like going, yeah, they all agreed with him like, instantly. Oh, so stupid. Well, and, and that was definitely like a reference to the misogynistic views that i've been had about this show so far yeah that was straight up calling it out i was watching that and i was like oh they really 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 called everything that people were gonna say about this well i think it's interesting because they knew that that would be the response so they wrote the story to include that at the end Mm -hmm. and that was that was good i'll admit that was that was a good touch yes and then and then everything crashed yeah so (laughs) emil so jen's at emil's retreat and yes. she's looking for him, and one of the record guys who's out, who also is attending the retreat, is like, "Oh, he's at some private event." So Jin's walking to the event. Emil is up there, abomination yes. and all, preaching to these guys. Has no idea what he's <laughs> who he's preaching to, which was a rough. He's just there for a paycheck. I have to just suspend, but is what it is. Um, and then Jin walks in to Pug and Nikki already in. And then Titania breaks in, and mm-hmm. then Hulk shows up out of nowhere. And you forgot Hulk. that Todd becomes the Hulk. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Todd, Todd became the Hulk, yeah. Todd's and he was Todd's the leader. Snooping. In my yeah. defense, so much was happening in that moment. Oh, man. And, so, and then <laughs> Jin's just like, stop. That's the point, is that everything just happens for no reason. And then it just kind of gets into the what is the big topic of this episode, which is... She goes full fourth wall break, full She-Hulk, um, because I, I started reading the comics after this episode, and it's so in character for her to do this. And people have actually, the complaint is, why haven't we been getting more of this? 
and I kind of have to agree. <laughs> Yeah. Could you imagine if every episode she just solved it by like breaking the fourth wall in cr- different creative ways? I just to be clear, my <laughs> I issue love that you have to preface like, that. Let me, let me, my issue with how the second half of this episode was handled has nothing to do with the fourth wall break. I thought that was fun. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very comic booky. When you just sent me, people are going to be mad. This was very comic booky. The second that scene happened, I went, "Oh, this is what Brad was talking about." Yeah, it, was, it took no time for me to realize it. And I like that she jumped from her show to Avengers Assemble. Mm. She went past the Disney Animation Studios, and she like broke Loki. Yeah, like, and then she also like, uh, and then she talks to Kevin, and mm-hmm. it's a a bot, but like he's it's, got it's a little spidey. baseball cap. Yeah, too. Like, like, like like they they definitely were saying something. Yes, and I'm not against any of the changes she made. Okay, I think those were valid. Abomination should have been held accountable. Yes, uh, Todd should not have successfully become a hulk that was stupid yeah um he should have died had like one arm like scrappy doo and scooby doo sorry sam <laughs> Very good. um he, like he should have like there should have been something quirky to it not oh it worked or not at all or not at all like th- like mm-hmm. uh, anything but what happened um and then i hulk shouldn't have showed up mm-hmm. randomly she takes some random shots at kevin though like just bring up the mcu's daddy issues and well daddy issues she brings up the fact that they do the serum thing a lot She's like, where are the X-Men? Mm-hmm. She talks about season two. She talks about how she doesn't care about Hulk because he's getting his own movie. You, you learn a little <laughs> random tidbits about a bunch of things. Yeah. And that, that was fine. I, I enjoyed that. My problem oh boy. <laughs> is everything is just solved. The climax was supposed to be she broke the first wall. And while that was interesting, that was a little... No, I'm very first. That was incredibly anticlimactic. Because... <laughs> I completely disagree that that is anticlimactic. But the beginning, and I'm going to pause to give Sam a moment after I say this. In the very beginning, first episode, first scene where she is now infected with the genes, he's like, Hulk's like, blood. Blood is the problem. Blood is what you need to protect. Your blood. And it's a whole thing. You're like, okay, so that's going to be important later. Now, should Todd become a Hulk? No. But... Blood being important was the entire blood was the whole theme of the season. And I feel like just fixing it all and not even showing us the court cases. Show Todd lose. Show Abomination. They just show Abomination get arrested. I'll give you that. Show the things that she claimed she wanted in the beginning. She wanted to get whoever fucked her over like this mm. lawfully. I wanted that. And I would have been much more okay with that. I just feel like we skipped the action, even if it is law action and it isn't flashy, to just get to the end and be done. I took all of that as she. Sorry, <laughs> were you gonna no, say something? No, you're good. <laughs> I took that all as like she fixed. She kind of fixed those problems when she was breaking the fourth wall. And that's and it was, and, fine. And also, and I mean, they probably could have done this, but just doing a like, um, when we're out of time, <laughs> so we're wrapping it up quick, but. I feel the whole like saying the fourth wall break is anticlimactic is wrong because it's like that's what you want. You don't want to fight or you don't want really even want a law case from She-Hulk. You want her breaking the fourth wall. You do want a courtroom case. And we got some of that. But this was a big thing. And this was the like for me the equivalent of a courtroom case or a big fight scene. And that's fair. I just think it just skipping to the end instead of showing the changes that she made and how that actually went into effect besides just saying it a couple times about the things Mm -hmm. it just i don't know i feel like it undermined a lot of what they were building up to and what they were trying to do i feel like they wrote it all and then went this was bad 
<laughs> let's just let's just do a they were like we don't know how to finish this so let's just do a fourth wall break make it quirky and then we're done like i feel like they gave up and got bored at the end sam before uh, <laughs> we continue to go back and forth yeah what is your thoughts oh let's let's gosh. see where you land in this very opposite end do spectrum you, did you like this show <laughs> I thought the show was fine. Okay. Personally, I love the the all the fourth wall breaks that they did. I love when they leaned more into that area of comedy because it just it felt really really it was it was really nice uh, and a nice change. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Sam. From the, uh, no, no offense. I just <laughs> no, you're good. I'm just like it's like one of my first times using this. So, uh, hey, buddy. <laughs> uh, I just I felt that. The last episode could have been like 20, 30 minutes longer for a season finale if they were going to do that. Like, if they were going to, you know, utilize the fourth wall break like that, I think that they could have used like an, an extra amount of time to really solve these things. Because as soon as, as soon as, you know, because for me, there wasn't really much of a conflict. I felt that was strong enough for uh, Jen to overcome. So once, because she got to Kevin pretty easily, she persuaded him pretty mm-hmm. easily. I like that and, that one guy was like, "I'll kill you to protect Kevin," and then she and then she just walks. And then into yeah, she just walks away. She gets into his office like it's nothing. And I thought it was funny that he would say that to her face. I know, I was like wow, yeah. this is no. shield, bro. You're just screwed. I'll kill for you, Megan the Stallion. I'll kill for <laughs> Kevin. Yeah, same vibe. But it just yeah. like to all of a sudden, you know. Kevin says, okay, fine, we'll do this. And then it clicks to the aftermath. Daredevil shows up all of a sudden from, I have no idea where. He just kind of just drops in. From the sky. That was pure pure fan service. (laughs) That was pure. That was even the setup. It was just like, I mean, I wouldn't mind more Daredevil. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But just like, it just felt so unearned for me on just the, just the fact is like, I didn't really feel like I got to see Jen learn much as a character over the season. It just kind of felt, kind of felt a little choppy on what they were trying to really accomplish. And I disagree that she didn't learn anything. Um, I think she learned a lot of how to be comfortable with She-Hulk, and I think that was shown well. Yes. I just don't think the plot was think, earned. Yeah, I just think it could have been executed and handled a lot better than what it was. Um, I don't think the show is as bad as people are making it out to be. Uh, no, people are fucking shitting themselves. Yeah, they're, they they're can, really, they, they can really, suck a dick. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, there's there, there's some scenes I'm like, I'm not the biggest fan of. Like the twerking is like a little all like out of nowhere. Uh, I haven't seen and you, I haven't heard you guys talk about the other episodes, and because mm-hmm. I I literally just binged this entire thing in like 24 hours. <laughs> That's fair. But um, which we appreciate. No, like. I think it's a show that people should definitely give a try because it's definitely something new from, you know, what we've been getting. It's, 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 that's what makes it fresh. That's what makes it enjoyable to like actually give a try to. Uh, but yeah, I just, the finale, I feel like could have been more and it's just like, it didn't really leave me with anything to really be excited for. I mean, you have folks, uh, the son, yeah, all of a sudden get introduced thing. Scar huh. showing up. With Which just the, you called that? Yeah, I, I did. cannot believe. Oh, I called it as a villain. I thought, I thought, like, because we were going, who's the leader of this intelligentsia? We and we were going, like, it's probably the leader. Yeah, is the most likely option. But I had, I was like, what if it's Scar? And it's I, like, yeah. no, he just he's there. I was also disappointed that was Todd that was the leader. But yeah, was, Todd was really. <laughs> awesome. yeah. It would have been better if, like, intelli- not intelligentsia, if uh, 
uh, Titania just like hired Todd to do the thing, and then Todd did like <laughs> the misogynistic shit, but that <laughs> and she got the Hulk stuff. That would have been more interesting. Mm. I don't know. Be more earned. I don't think he would be okay with being hired by a woman. <laughs> oh, that's, you know that's actually yeah. a good point. He <laughs> sucks. Really good point. There's no saving Todd. I think is what we can mm-hmm. all agree with here. Yeah. I think the scar thing. Really, all I have to say is because um, Stanley is technically the barber on Sakar, so he really fucked up his hairdo. Yeah. But um, besides that, I'm like, sure. I'll, I want to see Scar, so we'll probably do something with them. I want to see more Hulk. Like I they think we really will. need to put more Hulk in in the MCU. Like, well, they will. They're they're now getting the rights back to it. Well, they, also, they will be next year. God. She did like uh, well, she did foreshadow that he would be getting his own movie. That's I want to so see that'll World, come. War, World War Hulk. I, I want, want Immortal see. Hulk. Oh, that, I mean, I just want Hulk. That's fair. As long as it's a good story for well, Mark Ruffalo to actually have his own solo film mm-hmm. or series. we might have World War Hulk. I just think awesome. Immortal Hulk would be better. Yeah. Okay. But um, I have no takes. I just kind of like Hulk. Yes. I like yeah, Hulk for your hands. And then moment. the final thing was um, Emil escaped again. Yes, by and the hands of Wong. Wong. <laughs> Which great cameo again. Cool. Um, He's got the most were, cameos. I know. Yeah. I love that they were just like here's some Wong oh, action just yeah. for kicks. Yeah, they fucking and... spoiled the Sopranos. <laughs> yeah, they did. A show I haven't seen yet. Maybe Abomination will be in Thunderbolts. Ooh, that'd be interesting. Maybe. I don't know. But I, I think I think the point of that whole conversation she had with Kevin, and just like as She-Hulk the show and Marvel is trying to get across, is like they're kind of tired of dealing with fan expectations. Mm-hmm. They're, they're putting in these like big flashy fight scenes at the end of these shows that really don't, are out of place for it, is because that's what the fans want. And I think they're kind, this is them going like, we're tired of doing it. We're just going to make what we want. We're too big to fail. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to do what we want and not worry about that. And if you complain, then you can complain. I can agree. And I want that. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. And I can agree that like WandaVision specifically, because let's like open that up since mm-hmm. like Strahd mm-hmm. Goofy brought it up and you, and uh, I know I sent that to you. Um, I, I agree that the ending uh, or the final fight in WandaVision was very flashy and big and there was definite a a change in storytelling when Mm. that came up but i also would argue a lot of that was because of covid specifically they had to rewrite the whole episode because of it there well you can't like say that the reason there's a big flashy fight is because of covid like but like it it, i don't think it would have been as obscure compared to everything else if they could have been closer i guess is the argument i'm trying to make Mm, I don't know about that because it's um, I mean Falcon and the Winter Soldier definitely does the same thing where it's like you know this story about racial allegories and then there's just a big fight at the end but I didn't feel like it was big and flashy though I felt like it was just an, it, it felt earned by the time he got there I we could discuss that all day but I think it I just think it's fair to say that like we don't we don't do that for every show and I think that's what they're trying to say is like we don't want to do that we just want to tell a story and maybe it doesn't end in a fight sequence there's i've been like i said i've been reading the she hulk comics and there's quite a lot of just everyday stuff there's like not a lot of violence in it except for her breaking fourth wall stuff i guess but there's a there was a bit where it was like two pages one take up takes up one picture right and it's usually it's like a big explosion in the galaxy or it's the destruction of a city or something crazy like that 
or a big fight. Um, it's just She-Hulk's new living room. And there are notes like from the editor to the going like, you're taking up two pages to show the living room of this apartment. Where's like the fight? And it's like, it's coming, it's coming. And I think that's kind of the thing of like, they are wanting to just tell these random stories. They don't have to put fights in it to be interesting. And I want to see more of that. I want to see a season two of this where she's just breaking the fourth wall. She's talking to like Kevin and going like, Kevin, but this is bullshit. No. And then something changes or it's a courtroom and and I'm okay with I'm that. I'm excited. I just feel like, and I, and then like me and Sam both kind of said, it just, how they jump to the, in mm. the like in credit of this is everything's fine now just felt just didn't feel as earned through the yeah. fourth wall break as it would have been if we just saw a court if, even if we just saw one case mm. if we just saw todd get convicted or my personal favorite if she just ripped josh's <laughs> heart out um but i mean that he wasn't even in it josh wasn't even in it. that's a whole other no thing. it's not um, yeah, he he's coming he back to season, season two there. It's like no nah. And like, and I'm, and cause like, I'm not against being like, no more flat, like not as many, like it doesn't want to be a flashy fight. He was I, a hired mercenary. He actually doesn't believe in any of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, I quit. Um, but so like, I'm not against that. I just feel there was a portion that was taken out that shouldn't have been, or a portion that wasn't added in that should have been. Hmm. Yeah. Disagree. I liked this a lot. <laughs> and that's fair. Well, and you're more of a comic book guy than yes, I, am, I am. So this I, this tickles this, the little comic book bone in me. <laughs> so I think this is more of a well, we're just not going to agree type of argument, and I'm okay with that. I think also that audiences are probably not prepared for this kind of a all of a sudden hit because like the only other character we've seen break the fourth wall has been Deadpool and mm-hmm. like past you know I think superhero movies in general. I don't know. If there's anyone from DC. That I can think of at the moment has broken the fourth wall, not to but, this level. But no. I mean, it's it's it. I think it will still be divisive between people in the future. It might be more appreciated. I just feel like for everything that we've been building up towards in the past eight episodes, I just feel like it was all it was just suddenly there. I wasn't ex. I I mean, I was happy with what they were going for. I just feel like in the end it kind of made them lazy in how they're trying to execute the conclusion of it all with it just cutting straight to that. Mm-hmm. You know? And I agree. I feel like they just could have done like more and because like I feel like they could have gone back to that scene with those circumstances, you know, him like Abomination being back to Blonsky or there not being a, uh, a Todd Hulk. I feel like they could have just gone back to that scene, figured that scene out, and then go to the conclusion there i thought that's what they were gonna do and i was actually really excited before the fourth wall break fully yeah, ended. I, I, I think i was like curious. oh this is interesting this is different and i was like this is comic booky. i see why brad like this and then they just mm-hmm. jumped and i was like y'all are sheeple <laughs> uh whatever well it's like you also have all these all these different guys there it's like i want to see she all kick their ass too <laughs> yeah like i, I feel like, I feel like I feel... sheeple i don't even need to see her kick ass i just need to see Something. Yeah. It doesn't have to be action. Just something. I just because like because like you're at the nighttime and all of a sudden it cuts to like like in the middle of yeah, the day. Yeah, she changed the time of day. Yeah, it it cuts to the middle of the day. It looks like, or like because she's like, let's make it day. This night's too dreary or something. Yeah. Oh, oh, I did remember that. Yeah. It just and like I'm fine with her changing the scene. That was the point. Yeah. I just didn't get to see. I feel like I didn't get to see the repercussions of that fully. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like it could have been played out a lot better. I just, yeah. 
I don't know. But I'm that's very, just I don't mind. Like it's not it's not saying I'm always like always like despised or anything. Like like I said, I love the execution of the fourth wall break. That was very interesting and very fun. But I wish they just could have done more with just the ending of it all. I liked it a lot. <laughs> and that's fine. We disagree most of the time, Brad, so that's this checks. Um But with that, I really don't have much more to say. Yeah, I, feel like I think we kind I'm, of all yeah, later ground. Yeah, I was nervous about what they were going to do with Daredevil. I was I was happy with what they were Oh, that was the best episode. Yeah. I mean that was I that was yeah, definitely my, my favorite episode that they did. I thought it was really nice. I liked seeing Daredevil come back. I was just like, yay. That was <laughs> he showed fine. up and I was like, yay. That was and fine. Like, and like the hum- I wasn't yeah, upset. The humor wasn't that bad with him. Like, they didn't really do anything necessarily that kind of made me go, oh, man, I hate what they're doing with Daredevil. Because <laughs> he was, he's still funny in this like he was yeah, in the show. He still has yeah. charm. Yeah. He's and that's, sarcastic. And that's and, important. Well, and just uh, as I'm going to segue a little bit, um, did you hear the blonde? I don't remember her name now. From the actual Daredevil show said she has not been contacted. About- she will. I don't know, man. They might be going Matt Murdock's a whore and just play with it, and I'd be okay with it. She's their receptionist. That's true. <laughs> she'll just be. She'll be another and get foggy one. They did get foggy <laughs> to be the receptionist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Foggy yeah. is the only other person who's been asked to be in the show so far. From what I mean, also, also well, that Kingpin. Oh, Kingpin, Kingpin, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's just early days. They're yeah. getting, get they're just true. We got time. Back. It's gonna be nineteen episodes. It's gonna be a whole thing. Electra, yeah. yeah. There has been news of a casting, recasting Electra, not getting the one from the show. Okay, but are they using uh, Bull Bullseye, the same actor? Don't know yet. Okay, don't know. But is that season three? Yes, that's the one you haven't seen. <laughs> yeah, and maybe John Bernthal again as Punisher. Yes, That'd possibly be... that. That's that's I'm open. I'm very open. I love the Punisher. I love yes. that character. I like this version of the Punisher. I don't like the character. Oh, I love Same. The character. I love the character of the Punisher. It's mm. So cool. Well, we don't have time to unpack all of my problems with now. That. That's a whole no, episode it's on good. its own. It's all good. Let's get back to the spooky time uh, movies, which is we're talking about the Evil Dead movie, the first two. The first that two, because <laughs> as we learned at the end of the second, there's a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get to that later. Oh boy! Let's talk about the Evil Dead one. The, Sam, or I'm sorry, no, the just the original Sam Raimi movie. Yeah, Sam, as the inspiration for this choice of movie, what what do you have to say? Just I'm curious. I'm I admire you guys on your choice, considering <laughs> of the content and the brutality of, especially the first movie. Yeah, but just because I know that I know that you guys are not the biggest fan of gore. We're pussies. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not no. the gore for me. It is the gore for Seth, but the it's the um. I just hate like jump scares and surprises oh, and just, being I, scared. I, I I went to Halloween Horror Nights uh last week and mm. gosh, the the amount of jump scares I received from so many of the actors. I hate jump scares. I hate. I them despise too. jump scares. When a movie has like really earned and good jump scares, like Jaws or The Thing. It really keeps you engaged with the scene, but if it's just like you know your average modern day horror movie, it's like oh, it's a telephone ring. It's like that's cheap. I that's... agree. And while we were and watching these... these, we brought up Jaws and how like it kind of followed that same thing of the suspense. Fucking mm-hmm. love Jaws. Yeah. This movie has plenty of opportunity for jump scares yeah. that it doesn't take all the time, but it just it just especially the first movie, it, we really were sitting there like. 
God damn it. Why is it still so suspenseful? Because it took 30 minutes for anything to really happen. Yeah. While all still keeping us being like, oh my God, I'm terrified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's, if you haven't watched The Evil Dead, I guess. It's, I mean, it's been you 40 doing? years, yeah, so that's you on you. Um, There's uh, a portatorium. <laughs> yeah, go watch it and then come back because mm-hmm. we're way past the, the date of <laughs> yeah. warnings. Every every movie is an experience. And no matter where you start or where you go, it's just, it's a very entertaining and scary time to have. Yes. This movie starts with four people, one of which being, um, is it five? Five yeah, people. It's, yeah, it's uh, one of them Ash, got killed quick. Yeah, it's yeah. Ash, his girlfriend, his, mm-hmm. sister. his sister, his best bud, and his Scotty. best bud's girlfriend. I can't, mm-hmm. remember, I can't remember Scotty's girlfriend's name. No, I, me either. She dies very quick. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah. yeah, she does. <laughs> so they all enter. They and, all enter this cabin in the woods, which I guess is just what you did in the 80s. Yeah. Well, you know, one of my, hey, my buddies oh, and I gosh. were going and our girlfriends were going to go to a cabin in the woods and it, when it's dark at night and stay it's the night. It's so awesome because I rewatched the first Evil Dead today and uh, the first thing that you see is the point of view of the demon, of the mm-hmm. deadite. And you're like, it's, it's so, like, you've seen first person perspectives from like the shark and jaws or, you know, Billy from Black Christmas. Uh, and it's just, it's it. You don't know exactly what the hell this is. Like the same. The goes, vision is distorted yeah, a bit. It goes through uh the lake. It goes through up above these branches and trees. So you don't know what kind of creature monster you're dealing with here. The audiences back in 1981 were like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> this unknown thing?" And then you get the the really nice uh tease of the possession when uh Scotty can't necessarily turn the wheel in that almost near wreck with that mm-hmm. truck. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh man, you're this this already like building up to something that's just gonna be insane. Yes. But and no, I lost that. <laughs> Sorry, um so, well there's there's a tape recorder. Yes. Yes. This is uh, it all just speaks to my idea of like, is this really what people did? They go to this cabin in the woods. They find, which looks like a awful cabin. Like it doesn't look like one I'd want to spend Mm-mm. the night in. No. They find a tape recording, which is some people, they just start saying la- words in Latin. Well, first, yeah. they're talking about what this is about. Okay. And then they skip. They're just like, eh, it's not important. And then they just go straight to the Latin, and they're like, yes. let's just listen to this. Yeah, we'll listen to the Latin that you don't understand, and you have a book that's got a human face on it, or some sort of face human, on human it. Flesh, and, yeah, human made blood. of human flesh. Yeah, it's just, just knife. Let's yeah. listen to the Latin. Let's do it. <laughs> and so they're all sitting, listening, and then you get the sneak again of the de- uh, deadite coming, mm. and it's... Is that what they're called? They, there's deadites, there's Kandarian demon... Uh, but yeah, and the book is like the Necronomicon or the Book of the Dead. Yeah. You, Seth, thought it was zombies. Yeah, I had no it. clue what this movie was about. It's like zombies, possessions. It's like, it really does a nice, fresh uh, take on both of those genres. Well, still staying really spiritually demonic too like yeah. there i think there is something to be added by making it like a demon where it's just like oh i shouldn't be fucking with this no. well and the, and the demon fucks with them a lot yeah yeah especially, with it. especially ash Poor yeah. ash. Especially. we'll get to that we'll get to ash that man deserves so much therapy oh yeah um, 
But so they listen to the thing, and then one of the girls goes to a room, and mm-hmm. it's the it's uh it's what, Cheryl, the, it's the Cheryl, sister, yeah, and she's possessed, and it's you're just like oh so they're starting strong. You, you, you get this really fucked up scene that I, I you know I remember uh I I first watched this movie when I was like 13, and usually at that time I'd read like the IMDb parents guy just get an idea of like what the hell to expect. <laughs> it was kind of absurd and ridiculous for me to read you know the the context of a woman getting attacked by a tree. Oh, that's I right. Like, oh, fuck. I, I was like, fuck. I was like, what the fuck? How the she fuck got did raped by a tree. Let's make yeah. one thing yeah, clear. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she gets got sexually assaulted by a, by a tree. Yes. And, and we were like, oh, this is what this is. It's like, I was like, <laughs> are they going to make this like, like, what are they going to do with that? And I wa- and like watching it at that time, I was terrified of the nature. As you should be. We were. Well, it's like, it's we were like, like Okay, we're they, grown adults watching this together in the middle of the day, and we're like, "God damn it!" I hate she gets scratchy, you know. Like this, this tree is just like, just like wounding her, mm-hmm. and man, it's it's something that you've never really seen before. So already for like a first time director, that's something that just automatically gets the audiences engaged. Like, shit, this is this is the movie we're getting, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is kind of his take to start out with the action pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, is it, I yeah I mean in general about the the whole cinematography it's just really gritty. Yes, uh, it is. It's, it's, it, it feels like a seventies movie instead mm-hmm. of like an eighties, but it's like it's made in like eighty eighty one. It's eighty one. Yeah, was like released. Yeah. What do you have to think? Like it was it, coming out of the seventies. Yeah. They, yeah, they probably were making some plans on it in like the late seventies, anyways. Mm-hmm. So yeah. By the way, um, Bruce Campbell is well in this movie. He's very much just like he's scared. Yeah. He's not what he becomes later, but he's just like a, he's just, I just, I just want to be here with my, my sister. And, yeah, he's and girl. just trying to exist. Have a good old all, time at this all cabin. All his loved ones are dead. Yeah. And well, he learned he had to, de- he, he oh. learns he has to dismember them. The, yeah. If they the get possessed. First, the first time you see uh Cheryl possessed, like she's, she's correctly guessing the cards that uh, I can't, I can't remember the character's name, uh, but Scotty's girlfriend has, and then she turns around and she has all this, you know, this makeup on. Her eyes are completely different. It's insanely like it's it's creepy as hell. Oh yeah, it's the makeup's really good on these. Oh my god! Considering gosh. it was eighty one and indie, I was incredibly impressed. Yeah, yeah. this movie had a budget of like three hundred fifty, three hundred seventy five thousand dollars. Yeah. I looked at the budget for the second one. It, it that one is three point five million. <laughs> yeah, and you can tell. Yeah, but we'll yeah. get to that. I just like the big jump. It's always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it. I think the indie stuff really does speak to the horror element. Like, well, th- for this movie specifically, they really make you sit with the suspense. Yes, most uh horror movies are a lot like a lot of the more popular ones they had like a small budget saw being the first one that comes saw, to mind blair witch right yeah like so many movies have like taken these very simple stories and just gone full out with it and that's what's really like created such amazing careers for both actors and directors alike uh but i mean even watching it today the 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 Part where Cheryl stabs Linda in the ankle with the oh, fucking yeah. pencil. Oh, that that hurt. Yeah, 
it's some of the so some of the prosthetic work on this stuff, man, it's it's insane. impressive because that was disgusting. <laughs> well, so I, I hate mm-hmm. body stuff. I can't handle like I can handle body horror, but like, I hate like it. Like dismemberment, like is that what you're kind of referring to, or just just like, like body torture, body like things where yeah, yeah like where like bones break and shit. It does Oh man! Like um, Stranger Things, the first one. Spoilers for that. Chrissy, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's kind of like yeah, kind of like what's some like The Ring. Like if you watch The okay. Ring, I have not. We're I not horror fans. We're not. This is us oh, stepping yeah. out of our comfort zone for you. Sam. I keep forgetting that at times. Yeah, but to be fair, this whole month has been kind of us stepping out of yeah, our comfort zone in a few different ways. <laughs> yes, and, like the stuff in know, Dracula also weird. You know what? Out. Respect. Respect oh, yeah. for that because it's not, it's a hard genre to get into if you're like not into the jump scares or all the gore and everything. But just it brings some really, really good stories. Mm-hmm. Like it's, yeah, it's so, so wonderful. I, I love the horror genre mm-hmm. for so many reasons. Um, is, but, there, oh, is there anything specific in this that you're like, ah, oh, man, this was, this was rough? <laughs> Um, uh, I can mainly just think of the second one because I just watched that yesterday. Yeah. I just watched it like an hour um, before you guys got here. Really? I yeah, finished it. <laughs> the rape scene. Yeah. Or the treat. That was that was rough. That's really. Yeah. I had to, like take a beat and be like, okay, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then later in the movie, Ash is almost raped by and possessed Linda. It's like they kind of like tried to yeah. remedy that, like to say like. Here with the controversy, you know, they, they tried to add that in to say, like, no one's safe from this shit. Which, and I respected that. Yeah. It's just, I mean, and, and I understand he was trying to be like, hey, guys, this is a horror movie, and I'm showing you what I'm going to try and do mm-hmm. with the scene in the forest with Linda, I, or, or with uh, Cheryl. I just, it was a lot, and mm-hmm. it, it definitely was like, okay, I'm, I'm committing to this, it's, you know? Yeah, it's something you don't see everyone, especially a tree. Like, <laughs> yeah, and like they, they, he did not leave anything up to the imagination. No, and I respect that. I respect that he was like, "You're seeing this shit the whole time because mm-hmm. that is the only way. That's the best way to do it." Wow, this, yeah. this is coming from the man that I had to force to watch the boys' Ant Man parody. <laughs> that was gross. Yeah, <laughs> I hate that. Okay, <laughs> just so we're clear. Yeah, yeah, that type of shit gets me. Okay, yeah. wow. Um, I don't know. Interesting it's, line between the certain, two. Yeah, I have weird lines across okay. the board because we weren't tried like clerks because of my humor. But yeah, like, it's like there's some stuff that you're not used to. It's like yeah, and sexual harassment movies or assault really. It's just it's always always it's it's so tough to watch. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the '70s especially has some really gritty movies that just yeah. really go on those topics. Straw Dogs, Deliverance. Those are just, I mean, I Spit on Your Grave is also like a, that one is just fucking grotesque. Yeah. Um, Last House on the Left, too. Just. Well, I think it just wasn't like really something that people thought about that much in like a think of the victims. It was just like, this is the worst thing that would happen to you, and we want to play on that. <laughs> yeah. It's also, yeah, just like think of like what's going on during the time in, in, in the country, you know, with, with all those. Like, if you look at, a, you know, post 9 11, just, Films became more disturbing and showing this fear factor because of how audiences mm-hmm. reacted to the idea that you, you don't know who you can trust now because of the the nine eleven attack. Mm-hmm. Sure, you also did see a lot more buildings fall. I was going to bring things. up that one like uh, romance movie that just turned into at the end it, it was nine eleven and the guy died. Oh, oh <laughs> what uh, is it? Me. Um, remember, remember me? me? Yeah. Pattinson, yeah. What? 
put it on. Oh, it is Robert Pattinson. Yeah. I was like, he looks like a Twilight guy. Because he dies. <laughs> and it, doesn't he, isn't he the one that dies? Twilight. That's yeah. great. Um, oh, my God. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. But I think, I don't know. This plays on just that, the most terrifying thing for me, which is demons. And just like, they, they'll fuck with you just because that's fun. They will. They, they will. really do. Like, they go up and over with the amount of, like, emotional torture that they put the characters through. When mm-hmm. they make Cheryl, after she's locked up, act like real Cheryl. Oh, that's uh, right. Oh, my God. And they do that a few times. They do it many times. Like, yeah. Linda turns into, you know, her mm-hmm. normal self. Like, I, right, I, I'm so scared. It Help really me, is please. just like, we're going to break this man. That's who. That that's the point of this film is to break Ash and yeah. do the whole thing. I mean, he has to dismember four yes. friends. Yeah, what's a, a sister, Scott, a girlfriend, yeah. a best friend. Yeah, Scotty. Yes. Scotty burns his girlfriend inadvertently. He pulls her away, and she's talking her demonic voice like, "Thanks." You know? yeah. I know, it's it's so much. <laughs> the way you said that was funny. that was great. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Um, he, and I will say I liked. I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. It's so good. Because like once you get past the opening, mm-hmm. it's a not as bad in my opinion. No. Um. And it then, also turns into this like fight story between Ash, where it's like, okay, you're the last one, really. Or yeah. like, there's a point where Scotty like hasn't turned yet, but he's badly damaged, and yeah. you're just yeah. like, okay, it's Ash. You, you Ash. Know, Ash is the only one that could like get out of this, so we're rooting for Ash. Well, I remember watching. I was like, okay, so like I know Ash has to make it. But yeah, I mean that's a sister, bro. You know, and they they in that fast. They're like, nah, no one's safe. Which they kind of pulled a scream thing, mm-hmm. where um, who is it? Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. In the yeah. opening, she's she dies instantly. Oh, so cool. it's like everyone's Spoiler on the table, but not Monica. But not Monica. No. But yeah, not, uh, not Monica stays alive. Brad, don't worry. Gale. Good. She's the main character. I know she might be in the sixth one. She is. Great. Yeah, yes. Uh, tomorrow evening. I, I also, predicted I can't it. believe you spoke that into existence. Yeah. Well, Nev Campbell. <laughs> never I, think Nev, I, I, I believe Nick, Nev Campbell is not going to be in the next screen. Yeah, she said she was done. It's taking place in New York. Oh. And tomorrow evening is going to be in that too. And yeah, I love tomorrow evening. She's a great scream queen, and she's yeah. in the Babysitter. Uh, Who is she, is she? The Babysitter. She, she's the Babysitter. The babysitter. <gasps> she's oh, also I in Red, Ready or Not. Okay, I'm excited uh, for this Mayhem, movie now. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm we in... will talk about the other movies once this one comes closer. Yes, I haven't oh, seen it. Right. <laughs> um, it's a good fun franchise. Babysitter is, what I, is yes. what I'm gonna make you watch next year, Brad. Oh boy. <laughs> um, it's just a less gross version of this. Yes. Um, but and so it's Ash versus the Evil Dead. Um, no pun intended. And he <laughs> skipped twenty years. Yeah, skip, and, skip thirty years. Yeah, it took a while. And he has to figure out how to finish this. He has to go get. The knife from the, uh, what's what's it? Uh, the, the like the dagger, the, the dagger, dagger, and he and he ends up burning the book, even though they all try and stop him. Mm-hmm. And let's let's talk about that stop motion. The stop just, motion in these, I'm I'm thinking more of the second movie, but it's not bad. No, I don't it's, think. Yeah, it's it's used pretty well. Yeah. I I'm when I think the stop motion across the board, the one that really like stuck out was the bodies decaying. At yes. the end of one, and the arms like coming out of the body. Yeah, like that like... was incredibly impressive. Because mm-hmm. I mean, that means I'm I'm not sure how they did it exactly, but they either had to have multiple and like multiple. I mean, a lot of different 
prosthetic bodies or they had to just slowly like disintegrate it with some type of chemical. Oh, that's right. And you and I pictures. were both going like, how long is this stop motion thing? Because there were it, a lot of shots. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, how long did this take? Yeah. <laughs> and I mad props to Sam Raimi oh, yeah. for having the mind to be like, let's let's just show it disintegrate and actually just take pictures of it disintegrating. I mean, that's got to be tempting, though, for an indie director who's doing a horror movie to be like, what if we, you know, we got to put in a lot of time and energy into it, but what if we use stop motion and kind of use it to the best of its ability? Like, that's a that's a mm-hmm. cheapish way, not cheap, but, you know, the ch- a cheaper way to yeah. get these special effects for what you have. It's a way to get around when you have no budget. Yeah. yeah. And it, it worked yeah. really well. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and it, it looked like bodies decaying. Yes, it was zombie bodies with prosthetic tell, makeup and shit. It's still and just... you can tell that it's not the real people. But for a movie made in 81, it looked pretty real. It was considering. Standard. And I yeah. I was incredibly impressed. Mm. Did this have a theatrical release? It did. Because uh, it... this isn't rated. I... No, no, neither it's, the it's, second. It's, it's, it's NC-17. Mm-hmm. When for it, good fucking reason. Which, yeah, that was a big, big decision. I guess we should I, mark this episode. I think as Evil Dead 2 was like rated R or like a, like unrated. But yeah, that was the big thing about Evil Dead that stood out to me. It was like, it's NC-17. You don't see that often. No, Same with me. I was like, I've never seen a real one. It's like, if NC-17, like, this must be either really violent or really, like, a shitload of nudity has mm-hmm. to be in this movie. Um, and there really it went the violent route. Yeah. <laughs> there was did. some. <laughs> and it did it well. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Like honestly, do I think it deserves the NC seventeen rate today? No, because I think you get so many more movies that are gorier and more grotesque Mm -hmm. than what Evil Dead did in eighty one. But I think what they did is that they try to get like it was a it was a foreign individual who just took the movie and said, "Yeah, we'll put this in theaters." And Stephen King is the one who really got Evil Dead on the market because he went and saw that at a random screening. I bet he would love this. Oh, like, he loved it. He loved He's it. very fucked his up. Word, his word on Evil Dead is what made people want to go see it even more. That's pretty What'd cool. What'd he say? Like, he, he, was just, he was just, I can't, I don't know the verbatim of what he said, but he was really praising the work that Raimi did with the film and because like when you when you have a He's movie, just like I like yeah. this. Do you know how fucked up it could well, like, it has to be for me to like it? Well, it's like you can't get that you can't get this distributed in your own country because of just how different it is, how gory it is compared to what you've seen prior. Because like earlier on, like besides you know like uh, Herschel Gordon Lewis with you know his grotesque movies, you don't really see a whole lot of gore. Mm-hmm. Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, those are just very slasher. Just, it's slasher, but it's like there was no blood. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is considered like the goriest movie ever made, but there's barely any blood in the movie. Mm. It's more just the the idea of like what you're thinking is going on with these victims that yeah. it makes it so bloody. And um, but yeah, so getting Evil Dead, it's like what the hell can I? Who can I go to? So I think I think I can't remember the name of the uh, distributor, but yeah, they got it around to uh, outside the country. People were seeing it. Stephen King saw it, and then, yeah, it just spoke out. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Whoever the distributor is, because I like these. Yeah. Was, yeah, Stephen King for, you know, getting this out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and such such a good, good mm-hmm. first movie for It's a, a good intro to horror, in my opinion. It is a it's good It's a good intro, intro uh, to what this horror is. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, the gore is insanely strong. There's, it's, if, if, like, imagine if Quentin Tarantino did, like, a Evil Dead. Like, <laughs> it would not I mean, be even, like, It would not be the same, but I mean, you still... I feel like that'd just be rated in C-17 for the language. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, it just really... Like, when Sam Raimi is able to go full rated R, full Sam Raimi mode, you're going to get a whole lot of really interesting horror elements in it. Mm-hmm. And Well, yeah. I'm very famous for loving Black Bolt's death in Doctor Strange because rough. it's just... Brutal, <laughs> yeah. Especially for a Marvel movie, it's not brutal by you know this movie's standards, but you know I love it. it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. What's so entertaining about it. What mouth? Like, it's like goosebumps yeah. every fucking time. Oh, it's great. It's so awesome seeing something different. Yes, and just getting to really sit back and not know what's going to go on. Mm-hmm. Be truly surprised. Yeah. Um, and then this movie kind of ends with Ash feeling like he's won and walking out, and you you know. I'll, Going like I, I finally defeated the. It's daylight. I'm gonna leave. Mm-hmm. And then something chases him through the whole building. Great shot, by the way. That like final one. That yeah. final like yes. we're Goes gonna chase the entire cabin. And Iconic. Like, <laughs> go straight say. through his face. Yeah. Um. And then, which I completely forgot about. Whenever we went into Evil Dead Two, um, should we talk about Evil Dead Two? Just start. Let's, let's open up. So <laughs> you have something. Here's my thing. And you said the exact same thing over text. Yep. And I asked Sam, but I, I, was, I was like, let's talk about this later because I don't <laughs> want to talk about it for the podcast because it's good podcast conversation. Okay. Ash walks into the cabin. <laughs> again, in another cabin in the middle of the woods. With another girl named Linda. <laughs> with the same magnifying glass necklace. And is like, hey, babe, there's a tape. And then plays it with the book and dagger. There, there's, and you're a like, book with a, there's another book with another goddamn and face like, on it. What? You lost your sister to this man. Yeah, like, why are you back? And I was like, it has to be like a different universe or something. And that's and the interpretation you, and, I got. And, and what do you have to say, Sam? I, well, the, the interpretation I got was that Evil Dead 2 is basically a rendition of Evil Dead 1. Yeah. But it's basically Sam Raimi having the full budget he wants for the movie and having the full direction he's wanting to go for. Because, yeah, I, I think budget is a big thing of the what you're able to imagine it's like well you got like you can't really go for the full comedy because like audiences wouldn't really like i don't know how audiences or dis- distributors would feel about that for you know that kind of movie so pure horror seemed like the best strategy to go because horror was a big thing in in entertainment so i feel like yeah so i feel like with them uh going this route they're able. Sam Ray was able to really put out his full vision on what he wanted for Evil Dead. So it just meant less breaking, people. It, it well, well, I mean, you still, have, you still like five, six people in the movie. Well, yes, but just the well, but the like, fact that like you start out with just him yeah, and it's like Ash for like thirty minutes, like yeah. 20, 30 minutes alone, which is really it's, good. It's the best part we, of the movie. Let's, let's take a beat and discuss this. <laughs> yeah. So he has to a chop his girlfriend up after he buries her <laughs> yes and then she that weird dance ass that, oh, that was trippy as fuck <laughs> fuck the stop motion that was dance. trippy yeah. as hell and it's like this is some ballerina shit it happens shit. like when you when it's like it it's maybe a dream or something mm-hmm. and you're like oh it is trippy because it's like is this real i don't know Cause, cause, yeah he's he's looking out through the window and then as soon as he screams he's sitting back in his chair he's like did i just imagine that and then it was like, real again. was that real <laughs> It's like, and then her head just like jumps back on because, like, he, and again, I think he decapitates her in the first movie with a shovel as well. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of takes the whole thing. But 
compared to the first movie, instead of taking the time to really build up to the suspense or the knowledge of the Book of the Dead, it goes straight into it. Well, because she gets like, possessed the, the same way, too. The window breaks on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, they, they, I, I didn't think about that at all, like, that it was a stabbed. different universe. Yeah. That was my, that, I, it had, that was the only thing that made sense to me. I, well, I guess you're right. It's I, so, yeah, it's, well, sorry. To you're here. good. <laughs> uh, it's weird because if you watch Ash vs. Evil Dead, like, there's, like, a small recap of all the things that happened, and you see clips from the first two movies, like, the, for all the three movies, so Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and Ash and Nosh. Army of Army Darkness. Of Darkness. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of like debating, like, is it is it a, really a sequel to Evil Dead? Is it a, a remake, a reboot of Evil <laughs> Dead? Like, I yeah. was thinking that it was like the first movie is about breaking a man and the second movie is about him fighting back. Yeah. Because that's kind of how this takes off. Like, the action is much quicker. Yes. We're not, like, building suspense with the first movie for half an hour, 45 minutes. Well, Samir is probably like, you're here. You know what's up. <laughs> so I'm going to just do it and get to what I want to do. It's also funny, too. Well, not funny. It's just like, it's interesting. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Well, it's like in the first movie, Ash has this hesitance about, can I really, you know, kill my girlfriend? Can I really, you know, dismember my friends? And, it's and then, this and one, then as soon in as the second sees- movie, as soon as she just jumps on him, decapitates him, not her, not him, her, excuse me, with the shovel, and it's just like there was no hesitance whatsoever. Like that's why I kind of thought it was like I one I didn't click all the similarities. I thought it was just him going like I've dealt with this shit before. I know there's really nothing we can do about it. I'm killing her. And the poor guy, like he tries to he tries to drive me through a bridge twice, and the bridge is already destroyed. I know each fucking time, and that well, shot of him going no that was a good yeah, shot. It's a good well, shot. You seem alone. Let's discuss that. So the bridge scene happens and he's alone. Yes. So he goes back to the house and so many things. There's yeah. and I I can't remember the exact order of all of them. So let's. I'm just like okay. the biggest thing about the bridge scene though is like he gets possessed. He does. Yes. Yes. After he buries uh Linda, Linda again. Yeah. He what? Well, yeah. Sure. He's trying. He's trying to escape. He's back at the cabin and then the same shot or a similar shot from the first movie's mm-hmm. ending happens and you see actually what happens to Ash oh, yeah, where he, he gets blew he gets spun around you know four degrees and everything and that's and what it, I thought happened I thought it was like the if the movie starts he's taken another woman onto that's this that's another thing too like, yeah, yeah you I could, thought he'd take another woman to another cabin like has this experience it's like oh shit I gotta deal with this shit again tries to leave and then suddenly it was a flashback to what happened after the first movie yeah you can also like interpret it as that I think that's really the fun part about it I guess that's fair that's always something that directors bring up is like I want it to be left up to interpretation yeah I don't want to explain everything to you these movies are just interesting because there's a there's a lot to say about it Mm -hmm. and it's like well this detail leads to this and this detail leads to this but at the same time you're like I'm not even mad that like it's confusing it's it actually enriches the content that was in both movies. But it's, it's interesting because uh, in the first movie, if you're possessed, that's basically it for you. You're done. Mm-hmm. He's possessed, like, first thing in this movie, and the sun hits, and he's, you know, the sun is affecting him, but he's back to normal. Yeah, like, and that was fine. interesting. Yeah, so it's it's a nice way of trying to show, like, more of a, it's more hard now, or it's harder, excuse me, to really interpret, like, who can I trust as a demon mm-hmm. or as human? Because mm-hmm. there's also many times later on in the movie where he becomes possessed. Again. <laughs> and then you're like, uh, I don't know if I can really trust him now because he's he's been possessed. So Well, yeah, like later in the film he gets possessed again. 
and then he's changed back, which is a little Deus Ex. Because I don't think it's the same, like, the sun hits him. He's just like, eh, he cries. He cries because he sees the necklace yeah. and he, he switches back. Yeah. And it's just like, the, then the woman starts attacking him with an axe. And I'm like, fair. That's fair. No, I don't even blame her. They no. even, like, the demons even tried the trick of, like, go, reverting back to her parents before to try to lure her in. And she had, so she had already learned that lesson. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's fair that you would keep attacking him. <laughs> yeah. Um, Before we jump into the people getting there, though. Oh, yes. Yeah, we got. Let's talk about, about the mirror scene. I love Again, the mirror scene because it, it was yes. in both. But this one was fucking trippy. This one was really good. The first one fucked with me. Do you remember? I do. I, I was like, that was weird. You audibly went, "Oh yeah, God, no!" It's, it's all water. Yeah, <laughs> that was that. That it's got like, me. I don't yeah. know why. So after he he uh, well yeah so before uh, the mirror scene, he sees his girlfriend dance almost naked. With her head off, and then her head mm-hmm. comes jumps mm-hmm. back on, and he has this like the stop motion mm-hmm. kind of animation. Really fun, really, really, inter- like really <laughs> enjoyable and like funny scene. Kind of getting more to the the tone of what Evil Dead Two is meant to be. Yeah, and then later on, her her head bites his his right hand. And he's like running around, you know, <laughs> yeah. trying to smash it over the place. It goes on for too long, where he's there's just like this, bashing it I against everything. There's this great. weird dub of him saying like "work shed." That's right. It is during that. Uh, I meant to bring it up. Like during that, whenever she's attacking him in the kitchen, he there he's talking, and it's clearly ADR because his mouth is not moving at all. Yeah, yeah. there was a, there was a bad like uh, audio with with that, so they had to redub it, and it sounds so. interesting. I didn't even notice it actually. So that's impressive. Yeah, I and did. I'm I was guy. like, oh wow, interesting. Yeah. That's an ADR. Uh, but he he goes to the 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 was it the tool shack yeah tool yeah. Shed or puts whatever. her head in like one of those uh i can't remember clamps clamps yeah and he's trying to look for the chainsaw and then what do you know her, her body her body comes in with the chainsaw he tilts it back on her and all this gore just starts spraying mm-hmm. all over it. and it hits so the light good. and now suddenly the it's, whole yeah. room is red well, and this one was a lot mm. more colorful yes yes that reminds me too of a scene we didn't talk about in the first evil dead it's when uh all this blood is just hitting everything. Like you see blood like pouring into the light bulb. You see mm-hmm. blood oh, just yeah. like coming everywhere. And it's just, it's so awesome. It's so, it's, it's, it's really atmospheric. It's just, it's so wonderfully shot. Especially the light bulb. I, I fucking love the light bulb. I love oh, hearing yeah. you talk about this movie, Sam. Because <laughs> you were just so passionate and happy. I, I, I'm so glad we, we did this. We both get a break now is the thing. Yeah, now we're like, we never touch this again. But tell us good. about this thing you like. Good. But so like seeing seeing like a callback is like blood sprays on, on a light bulb. Yeah. And it's like, oh man. They're, they're really like paying homage to the first movie, acknowledging it, but also really going for it in the second movie and moving on. Mm-hmm. So this movie has a lot or like a lot of the iconic elements of Ash and like the yes. Evil Dead is from yeah. the second this, one. So, yeah. You're like, oh, the chainsaw. Yeah. Oh, this. Oh, that. And you're like, OK, so this yeah. is where mm-hmm. the lore that you hear about is. Yeah. Ash was like a lucky survivor in the first movie because when you see because like Scotty's the one who dismembers his girlfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He tries to get Ash to dismember her or to, you know, hit her with the axe. But he's just he's frozen. He's he doesn't know what to do. He really is like a, a just a victim in the first movie. He is a victim in the first movie. And that's what makes us that's what makes you rooting for him like so powerful because you want him to get out of this. And then the second movie. He becomes more of that that hero. That competent. And then you, if you watch Army of Darkness, he really is cemented as this this big 
fucking hero and it's just it's awesome but we'll get to that at the end yeah. that's a whole conversation on its own oh yes oh yes because uh, I, I want to talk about what you said to me on instagram before we watch these uh, as well but uh i want to talk about his hand yeah i was to continue that, that was my next like alone scene the acting that man has with himself <laughs> yes is unmatched it's pretty good Rare, like rarely matched Lots i guess of slapstick three stooges inspiration <laughs> that Bre- he, breaking so many things so over his head on his head like you know like i think he flips himself over <laughs> on himself like it's it's like even when he's taking like linda's head to the shack he like he he's banging he tri- around in he, tri- so he trips funny. on a barrel outside and he just falls on his ass it's like man the dedication this guy has is so awesome like he he and Raimi are just a really good pair and I then agree. you also see ted Raimi in this movie too yeah yeah who's ted Raimi? henrietta really oh the 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 lady in the cellar interesting okay yes interesting okay. uh but before we get to that uh yeah. um so he the the let's talk talk about the kitchen scene brad because yes. you said you want to talk about the hand yeah his hand gets infected and suddenly he is the hand is a demon and it's trying to kill him. And this is, I was expecting him to lose his hand. So once the demon, um, Linda starts biting his hand, I'm like, does he lose it now? And then that all happens. And, and then it gets infected. And I'm like, Oh, this is how, cause this would be the reason to lose your hand is cause mm-hmm. you got infected. Yeah. And so, and then it just starts trying to kill him so much. And he, I like that. I like that bit where it finally knocks him out, though, and then just with the demon strength of one hand, like makes him crawl closer yeah. to a knife. And he stabs it, and then he stabs it. He he's, commits. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. I like that in this. He's just like, I'm gonna kill you, son of a bitch. Like he's just fed up with he has everything. No shits. Like, yeah, he's 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 been through enough at this point. Where it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. And we've we we've forgot to to continue on the mirror scene, but it's oh, like yeah. it's oh, like he's like you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. Then I really like the, the mirror side, scene in yeah. this one. It was like because he pops off with me as much though. That's fair. It, he, like he pops out of this one, and well, you, I'm sure you've heard the story about like Terminator Two, where there's that mirror scene, and they get it by using like a um like a twin of the like they get twins uh-huh. to play the roles, and yeah. so they look you know very well. But I was like, this looks way better. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. It looks well, way better you know than that's not Ash being. You know, Ash is the one coming. The guy Bruce Campbell is the one coming to the I mirror. I know, but it works it really well. Really it, it's, well. It's, it's it's very strategically shot. Well, mm-hmm. um, I, I was just like, wow, that got me. Like it, it didn't freak me out, but it impressed me really oh, well. Oh, for sure. The first one just really, I don't know why, but it just bothered me. Yeah. I don't know. I was like, either. this is a lie. I don't, I can't, I don't want to handle this at the moment. It, yeah. It really goes for the, the, the buildup of like Ash losing his own mind because he's like saying, you're fine. Well, through the movie, I started wondering, I was like, fine. did he actually win the first time? <laughs> like, I was like, is this just him? Like having a schizophrenic episode? Like I truly was like, <laughs> is this even real? Like, okay. I was really questioning it. Mm, and yeah. I liked that this movie had me just on my ass being like, I have no clue where this is being taken. Mm-hmm. But his, his uh, like, the mirror coming out and saying, you just chopped up your girlfriend. It's his Does conscious. That sound like fine? <laughs> yeah. Like, That's pretty good. It's, it's so fair. Good. I like that. Because um, I guess even with this, he decapitates his girlfriend so quickly where you're like oh wow okay yeah. uh, fuck her then but then he finally does later go like 
oh, I did an awful thing. Even if I had to do that, that was, that's going to fuck with me. Yeah. Yeah. And it really does. Um, And he ends up losing his hand because he cuts it off with a chainsaw. And that um, just kind of cements the whole, like, him using a chainsaw and it's be- it being his hand. Yeah, and- I didn't know that yeah, about these movies. I, I just thought that. he held a chainsaw. I didn't know his hand was a chainsaw. One of the best protagonists in horror history, and that's his iconic. That's that's mm-hmm. his iconic look is the chainsaw for a hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to a Bruce Campbell panel, and there was like bastard. a. Yeah, I know. I did. I w- I wasn't even a. I only knew him from Spider Man. So I or and um burn notice. Oh yeah, I knew him from that. So I think I, I think I went to his panel because I had time to kill. So I, I wasn't even like planning on it. I just went in, and he he started judging um, Ash cosplays, mm-hmm. and it, there was like fifteen of them. They were really cool. I think it was down between two people, and the reason one guy won is because the other guy had the chainsaw on the wrong hand. Ah, oh, damn! Oh, How do you get a chainsaw on the wrong hand? Somebody like shouted it out, and then Bruce just went like, "It is on the wrong hand." <laughs> So that was fun. Yeah, he canceled the convention I was going to because he was shooting for a movie. So I Ow. did get to meet. I get. I did get to meet some of the cast from Ash vs. Evil Dead, which is awesome. But mm-hmm. yeah, I really want to meet Bruce. What are your thoughts on like Army of Darkness and Ash vs. Evil Dead? Well, well, can we? Do you want to wait on that? Because okay. I want to talk about the ending. That's because fair. Neither of us well, saw it coming, and I think that's something all, to say. Yeah, yeah. We also want to talk about like two other things. That's with Ash true. alone. Yeah, I guess I'm jumping ahead. His 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 uh confrontation with his hand after he chops it because That's the right. hand the yeah, hand or keeps he doing it in the wall. He he get like the hand gives him the finger. <laughs> so, that was good. Uh, he starts shooting through the wall. He thinks the he, hand's there for yeah. like the rest of the movie. Yeah. Well, he thinks he shot the hand, and then blood starts coming. out. I was like, I got you, you little fucker. <laughs> and then more blood starts coming out. I'm like, huh? That's a lot of blood. And then just a, like Fuck. a geyser of blood just like comes shooting straight at him and then sucks back in yeah mm. that was terrifying but then there's really yeah. good special effects there in this is. movie oh my god evil dead 2 is so good yeah it's well it's voted the second best horror movie of all time well, really well it's voted the first um if it's halloween if it's, it's not halloween it has okay. to be the thing or texas chainsaw. ign like, did it it was it wasn't texas chainsaw it was um let me go look this Halloween up. winning would be like Dragon Halloween, Ball winning for best thing, anime. I mean, the thing for me is my personal favorite horror movie. The thing movie. is the one that I've heard people go like, like that's the godfather of um, special horror effects. movies that, and special effects. Special effects. I mean, that and Miracle Wolf in London. I mean, Rick Baker. Oh God, I do know what you're talking about. Rick Baker is an insane special effects artist. Like, he's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, what if it's a quiet place? It's not a quiet it better place. Better not be a quiet place. <laughs> quiet place is good. It's, it, no, 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 it, it, no, shit no, 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 quiet no, place no, no, in this it's house. Good. It's good, but when you compare it to all those other movies, uh, uh-uh. no, that's I fair. Can't, I can't. I can't. Respect I can't. That. It's I, Gremlins. It's a... <laughs> You're like I kind of like Gremlins. I do like Gremlins. I love Gremlins. I love Gremlins. Gremlins is a great, oh, great movie. It's a very fun movie. Um, While you look that up, we'll keep yeah, talking. Yeah, keep going, because <laughs> I'm, I'm ha- doing a thing. This is my favorite scene in the entire movie. Yeah. After he, after that whole blood geyser happens through the wall, mm-hmm. he just decides, you know what, I need to just sit down for a moment. He sits down on the chair, but the chair breaks on him, and he falls <laughs> on his ass. And then the deer, this this deer, <laughs> on, this deer, deer head, about deer, deer. like comes to life and just starts laughing at him. I'm glad that happened though. Oh my god, that seems so good because he's also losing his mind at the same time. He's like, you know what, fuck it, because everything around him, like the walls, the lamps, and like, that's the right. Curtains, the lamp starts laughing, starts yeah. laughing their asses off, and he starts, starts laughing, laughing with and them. he laughs at him. He had that awesome like close up of his face. That's just the like, iconic shot. Yeah, that's a good shot of him just 
going along with it because he himself realizes how stupid and ridiculous he was. He just put himself in. Yeah. He's I also, think I remember yeah. with the deer, I remember like they show the deer in the original one too. Like, isn't there a deer on the wall? Oh my God. I didn't even notice. Like, I uh, think there was. Don't yeah, quote was. me on that. You're right. Yeah. You're right. There was a deer on the wall, but they didn't do anything with that. And once I saw it in this, I was like, good. <laughs> yeah. You should have done something with that. And I guess that makes sense if this is a alternate universe of one. Yeah. But, but then, yeah. yeah, that is great. It's really fun. But then he hears something at the door and he shoots it and this woman screams. <laughs> but yeah, as all that's going on, you have this other situation. Gosh. See, I see these are like, like if I have my phone like turned on right now, I'd definitely like look up the characters' names. I think it's like Anna. We've never done it, so it's fine. Oh, yeah. I, I don't even remember like Bobby Joe or something. Bobby like. Joe is one, but it's like Anna something, I think, or Anne something. But one like, of them she's the is daughter. the daughter. Yeah, that's, of, that's her. Of she's, the people who own that ca- cabin. Yes. Yeah. But she and her brother, I think it's her brother. Or it's brother. Annie. Yes. Annie. Annie. Thank you. Annie, okay. Linda, Jake, and Ash. Okay. And Bobby Joe. And Andy, Linda, Jake, okay. Ash, and Bobby. And I'll have it open just so we can review. It was The Shining, by the way. Oh, that makes sense. We, we're all stupid. We should have guessed that. Um, oh, you disagree. I disagree. In terms of quality, like, you could have that argument, but in terms of, like, iconic. I love Kubrick as a director. <laughs> I think his movies are brilliant. I love The Shining, but just, I don't know. I think that there's many other movies that do a much better job at executing its horror element than The Shining does. So do you think Evil Dead 2 should be number one? Hell no. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> no. That's should it be number two? Honestly, no. Okay, interesting. That's an interesting... Uh, we looked at you as like a horror the, knowledge this, movie god. Here's the thing. So this is, this is what I love about horror, is that everyone has their own unique like list, mm-hmm. because there's so many good horror movies out there. And for anyone who like is getting into the fran like not the franchise but the genre itself, mm-hmm. it's just there's there's so many paths that you can go to. Um, I don't want to sound pretentious or anything. I'm like all of this, but no, we're all cinephiles here. You're fine. Yeah, well, <laughs> we're, uh, all cinephiles. we're all cinephiles. Even the oh, listeners, gosh. it's fine. Uh, You're our only listener. <laughs> what I would honestly put there in number one for me is John Carpenter's The Thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you Car- do love that movie. I fucking love The Thing. Um, what it does, and I, I definitely recommend it for anyone, but what it does is that it puts you in a situation to where you don't know who you can trust. Even the main character, or the safe character, Kurt Russell. You know, even at the end. Even at the end. Don't spoil it. The, okay. No, the end is like, you know, one of those, it's kind of like the, the, the Ross and Rachel, or were they on a break, were they not on a break? It's <laughs> what like, an interesting comparison, to well, be honest. Well, it's one of those Especially things, for like, him. Used. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going to tell you what the no, ending is. No, don't explain it. Don't, no. don't explain it. Let me yeah. find out because yeah. I want to be able to relate. But it's just I love an friends. ending where people are like def- trying to determine like thing, what the ending. The really thing is. talks to Kurt Russell and it's like we were on a break. I could possess other people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, the that's, that's the whole movie. That's the whole movie. Yeah, I also would put Jaws, Dawn of the Dead, Alien. Jaws was on that list. Dawn okay. of the Dead was on that list. Alien is an amazing. Uh, it is a good film. movie. Uh, I own like a all four movie DVD of that, and I've only watched the first there's one. Really? More than four, but now well, now there is. Yeah. I think this was before they made Prometheus and shit. Prometheus, Alien Covenant. Prometheus is an alien movie. It is. It's a prequel. It's a, it's a prequel. Oh, Prometheus yeah, and then Alien that. Covenant. Mm-hmm. Wild. And they're making. I think they're making more alien movies. Which should I'm... we get back to the point? Yeah, I'll say let's really get back to it because we're we're going real yes. far off. So 
Anyways, so people he, show up yes. at the cabin. And he actually shoots Bobby Joe in the shoulder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's Jeez. it's interesting when that's not even the worst part of her night. No. Uh, no. <laughs> not even close. Also, let, let, let's just talk about each character. Okay. Bobby Joe specifically first, because she dies first. Mm-hmm. Um, what an idiot. She runs outside. <laughs> And yes. then, which she's, I guess, if we're playing off this, it's a, a remake. Then she's playing the Cheryl, uh, Cheryl character. character, yeah. Because the these characters are not the originals from the first movie, mm, so it's no. just they have to fill these roles, I guess. So she runs out there, is assumedly raped again, though we don't quite see it don't this time. See it. So we, all we know is that the tree attacks her. Yeah. Which yes. personally, I liked more. Yeah, I bet you did. You didn't need to have sex, uh, well, rape scene. Yeah, I mean, this also, wasn't also, yeah, Scott in the first movie also gets attacked by the tree too. Yeah, he does. And you like you see his like nose like mm-hmm. scratched and like pieces. That's when he gets like fucked up, so and you're like, like oh, you it's just like, ash. That's another thing. Like you can you can like decide like did Bobby Joe get us like sexually assaulted by the tree or did she just get you know attacked, attacked like, by scratch like, yeah. something that's left to but imagination. Yeah, ways, yeah. yeah, but continue. For um, so she she then and then she then uh. Her boyfriend, uh, Jake, is like, Jake. we're all going to get her. And they're like, yeah. and Ash is like, she's already dead. Like, just give up. Mm-hmm. And he threatens them by shotgun. Yes. To have to go outside. What an idiot. Wasn't, like, what idiots. These two specifically. Wasn't there a scene? Because I didn't, I, I watched, last time I really fully watched Evil Dead 2 was like back in August. But okay. I, I watched like half of it today. I didn't have full time to finish it. Sorry. That's fair. Uh, but wasn't there a scene where Bobby Joe actually eats an eyeball? Yes, <laughs> it's out of the uh, the mother, the the dead mother. Yeah, Henrietta. they're washing her head down. Henrietta? And they pop yeah, an eye, and it yeah. pops out, and then you just see and it, just goes, and it's like, and then it hits her right in the mouth. Yeah, and you're it like, goes down her gullet, like <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. That was definitely I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot I wa- about that. I'm glad you brought that up because I watched it and I was like, oh, Seth is going to hate that. It, really it wasn't in, as bad it, as it really goes other like, things. It really goes to the comedic. Like, it's like, man, this is fucking absurd, but oh, it's yeah. so yeah. entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely is absurdist. Uh, that's a good word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, absurd is, there are good absurd things. Like absolutely. Doom Patrol is absurd. That's fair. Swiss Army Man is not good. Um, but yeah, they go to the woods. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, what happens after that? I, mean, I, I just, yeah. I'm you like, were just like brain fart real hard. Like, the the thing, like the one thing that I say, I'm not the biggest fan of this movie is those characters coming into the movie because like I so much prefer when it's just Ash solo. Yeah, it's it, more interesting. But I get what they were trying to do at the same time. I get what they were trying to do also, but it's just like once you get to that point, you're like, oh. I mean, there are some rewarding scenes. Like, you'll get later to where Henrietta pulls uh, the hillbilly down into the, the cellar and he, he tears, explodes. Him, tears yeah. him apart. But, yeah. Like, I think I think, though, it is it does work with, like, you need more people to get possessed to go up against Ash. Because that's True. the whole shtick, is... Because after the hand was, uh, thought was blown up by the shotgun, you're kind of like, okay... What is where are we going next? We didn't even know about like Henrietta yet at that point, right? No, the cell was never ever put in until until uh, the end. Until yeah, because they knock Ash out, and they start and they try to put him in the cellar, and but there's already something in the cellar too. Yeah, Henry fucking Yetta. So, uh-huh. and it's Ted Raimi in this growth in this this really gross. Yeah. Oh yeah, they often. they go full on like ballerina dancing. Yeah, gross. She like yeah. I also did like there was a moment I forget 
what it was where they were just they were fighting someone and they were chopping off limbs but it just it was just like quick cut shots to like an obvious prosthetic fake arm on a string <laughs> i think that was um I think that was uh annie's brother right was it annie? no it was not annie's brother it, her her grandfather's already dead yes yeah i think it was either henrietta or um ba- ba- whatever joe bailey joe i just thought it was great because i thought i thought it was really funny because there were some like a really amazing special effects and you know stop motion and everything and then it was just like um, not just put it on a string. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was just like, that's, I, I'm not going to judge it, but I just thought it was hilarious. The scene, what happens after they leave though, to chase after Bailey Joe is, um, Bobby Joe, Bobby Joe sorry, yes. is Ash gets possessed again. Oh, that's right. And then they go inside and then she accidentally stabs, uh, Jake with yes. the, the do you, knife. Do you think original viewers of this movie like see him get possessed again and then think, oh, it's a switcheroo again and we're on this character, the female? That's possible. That's what I Annie is like... You she, thought that's what was going like, to happen? I, mean, I knew Ash was going to be fine, but I did think like, oh, maybe he won't end up being the main character yeah, fully. Because Annie yeah. is a central character in the movie. She's one of the last like characters that is that sticks it with Ash, you know? Yeah, uh, because she has that like connection because she talks to like her father or grandfather. And she knows Latin. Yeah, yeah and she it, has a purpose. She has she has one of the she has the biggest purpose. She's the best purpose. Anyone in the in the in the second movie film besides, in this weird friend group. Yeah, besides you know Bruce Campbell trying to you know survive and get the fuck out. Yeah, but even then, Bruce the Campbell just went to a random cabin that he wasn't even supposed to go to, whereas she was coming to visit her grandparents who you know were dead. The hillbilly got stabbed. Jake, um, from State Farm, um. <laughs> Uh, he got stabbed. Why did they recast Jake from State Farm? I think he just quit. You think the original guy quit? Yeah. All right, back That's to the so point. Real. <laughs> That's a hard segue, man. That's a full episode right um, there. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's like dead, and she pulls it out. <laughs> hey, she twists it first, and then pulls it out of him. Yeah. And then she's dragging him. And I'm like, okay, listen, I know that like you're alone now, and Ash just got possessed, but. You don't know this guy. You actually <laughs> stabbed him. Yeah. You can barely move him. And she's dragging him across the whole house. Uh-huh. And you're just like, how this is not going to end well. Um, what happened to your brother again? She, her brother he, he got there. possessed. Yeah, he got possessed. And he just like... Was that her brother? I thought they were dating. No, I think no, it was pretty sure brother. It was like brother or stepbrother or something like that. Oh. They're, they're like related. Whoever the guy was he that she possessed. was with. He got stabbed. No, he got possessed. No, he, no, he this, this isn't that guy. Like this big face. Like he's the blonde one. Oh fuck yeah! I he, completely his was like a jump him. scare. Yeah, his was yeah. a jump scare. He he got possessed and like yeah. jumped up next to Ash. I'm like, oh, and it was yeah. yeah. So I'm trying. I can't remember what happened to his character necessarily, but I think I, they dismember him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I really just forgot about him. Wikipedia. Yeah, what, what do we have here? <laughs> Wikipedia. Cool. Uh, but, what happened in this movie I watched today? <laughs> it's been a while. For, it's been a, it was yesterday for me. Was, there was a lot to say. Like I said, I finished it an hour before you guys got here. I don't remember. You don't fucking remember? Look, my memory is we awful. We have horrible memories. Oh, that's fair. Um, which is ironic. That's we talk about movies too. on a podcast. Yes. I've seen, I haven't seen Evil Dead 2 as much as I should have. But... Well, you remembered him and we didn't, so. Oh, More power to you. Um, Together we but, can make a movie. Yes. <laughs> but, but she's dragging him around the house. And he... I, I don't get why. I think that was so <laughs> stupid. You stabbed him. He's dying. You have no help to get at this exact moment. Save yourself. You gotta try. I'm I'm very big on sometimes you gotta look out for number one first. You know? And, and not maybe she's one. not that kind of character. 
<laughs> she's gonna die, and she did, but we'll get to that. Yes. Um, spoiler. And then <laughs> spoiler. And then Henry. Yes, for a almost forty-year-old movie. Um, and then Henrietta. And we're this far in. It's your own damn fault. Yeah, yeah that's point. true. Uh, he, it, she, he's near the cellar door, and Henrietta grabs him by the face and starts mm, pulling him in. So awesome. And then it just starts spilling his blood all over her. Oh yeah. Yep. It just. Yeah. More so blood. Good. I like to call it the Spartacus effect, where it's just more blood than could ever be in a man <laughs> or a person. I think you know the what blonde I'm brother, yes. But I think the blonde oh. brother was the guy that got dismembered with the slow motion shot or with the stop motion shots. That's, that's, what, that's, what, that's, what, that's what it was. That's what I was trying to say. We just, like, we yeah, just yeah, got yeah. So person. I did remember. You did remember. <laughs> Great. Nice. Proud of you. Nice. Yay. With three of us, we have one head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can, um, we can so, remember one movie between so the yeah, three so of now us. Now we're, we have Ash. We still have Henrietta in the cellar, and now we have Annie. Who... And Ash comes back, and then she starts swinging at him. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Da, da. He's like, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Da, da, da. And then, uh, and, and after he had the weapon, I was like, he'd kill you if he wasn't. So, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, let, like, let's be real. That, that would have happened. Um, and so then, uh, it's the, of course, the dumbass uh, Jake put the papers in the cellar to get them to go get uh, Bobby Joe. Yes. <laughs> so, Ash. And her like, all right, let's suit up. So they have the suit up moment in the tool shed. Chainsaws attached to his right arm. Mm-hmm. You guys, for the ones who don't didn't see it, I just did my on, left arm. On, yeah. Um, and then uh, he has the shotgun that he saws off and sticks on his back. With yes. The classic. I saw him originally, like before he even lost his hand, where he's holding the chainsaw and he's got the shotgun, and I'm like, this is this seems. Like a good assault on the demons. Yeah. And then he um and they just abandoned the chainsaw for the shotgun originally. Which I did not. That's stupid. You know you have to dismember them. That's mm. true. Um and then he goes down there and Henrietta comes up in her Oh, don't forget his his most iconic line and <laughs> what is it? I don't remember. It is iconic. It's um groovy. Groovy. Oh my god, yes. I loved it. That was so seventies, it wasn't funny. Yeah. Um that's so seventies, it was the TV show. Yeah, oh, that's his that's his like his best line. Like that's he does true. more quotes and the sequel in Army of Darkness. Like he's full of them. They're so fun. But yeah. Uh Groovy is like the one that people go to the most. On- no, that I that's completely fair. forgot about that. That's a good line. Um That's like me going like Snoochie Boochie. Yeah. <laughs> Snoochie Boochies. Um but and then so he goes and Henrietta pops I up. You, that got a chuckle out of you. <laughs> Sometimes oh, I just gotta moments. graze over. Um, yeah. But fuck, my train of thought's gone. Brad, yeah, they're you going got down me. to the cellar. You got me. Okay, you're, he's you're in the cellar. You're trying to continue. We're just sitting there with he's it. He's in the cellar. Henrietta pops up, which I now learned is Ted Raimi. Um, mm-hmm. and she's attacking him. He's like, ah, and then he. It's right after he finds all the papers, of course, because why else? Mm-hmm. When else would she pop up? Yeah. And then he goes up there, and he and uh, and the guy is possessed, if I remember correctly. No, they dismembered him. It's um, uh, someone's possessed again and attacking because they try and release Cheryl or not Cheryl. They try and release uh, Henrietta. <laughs> Henrietta attacks um, somebody. I think she attacks Ash. Yes, but what? Who tries to kill uh, Annie? Who kills Annie? Uh, I think it's it's uh, Ash's hand. You're right. Oh, it oh, is. Because okay. it Ash's, pops up out of so nowhere he and just stabs her. She's, and reading, she's, she's yeah, reading she's, it. She's reading the passage, and then all of a sudden she's she gets stabbed by the the dagger mm-hmm. by Ash's hand, like leaving it's like this last hoorah. And she, but she finishes it. She finishes yeah. the uh, at the very 
last second. Because yes. at first she unleashes it all. Mm-hmm. And there's that big <laughs> head in the p- building and oh all my. that. Is it the big fucking... I forgot about that. That's right. Yes. Oh, and God. it's insane. And then the tree comes back and it yeah. like grabs Ash and it's like, I'm going to eat you. And then yeah. at the very last second, she says the very last part of Aladdin... And mm-hmm. then the portal opens, and, and Ash yeah. is trying to get away. He stab he stabs the thing in, in the eye too oh, with he the dies. chainsaw. And, yeah, <laughs> it's so good. And then it was so much, but yeah. I loved it. But yeah, everything gets sucked into the portal, including Ash. Yes, yes. Which I didn't see coming. Uh huh. And neither did Brad. Well, so, I, oh, you did. It, mm-hmm. Wait, I saw the the portal didn't surprise me. It was where he landed that I was like, oh, so, so we're taking where, a turn. Where does, where does he land? He lands in like medieval, medieval. times when uh-huh. like a gargoyle is attacking. I mean, I'm assuming it's one of these demons. Yes, but... it's a Kandara demon. Yeah. Okay, but it's it's like a gargoyle thing that's attacking these Monty these, Python looking soldiers. Yeah. yeah, these knights. Yeah. And uh, and he just or they're going to like kill him, and then this attack happens, and he just rocks up and. <laughs> Blows its head off with the sh- shotgun. And then, like, you're my savior. What? I love that he was like, no. <laughs> yeah, he hated no. it. He was like, this yeah. is awful. He's... Well, and because they foreshadowed it mm-hmm. with the whole passage of seeing that, like, there was a hero and it looked like him the blue shirt, chainsaw, the whole nine. And I was like, okay, so Fun. is there a prequel? No. Like, I was like, I'm missing something. But I, I just, there was so much happening in this movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the time to sit and concentrate. People were dismembered left and right, you know. Like I, there's too much, yeah. and so we get there, and I'm like, "Oh, this is this is a turn. This mm-hmm. is a very sharp turn." Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, Andy dies as well when he when he went in. Yeah. Um, and then it turns into it's going to turn into Army of Darkness, which we have not seen, or two of the third of us, which is which is funny because when I told Sam that we were doing Evil Dead, he was like, "Which ones are you watching?" And I was like, "We're just gonna do the first two because just." That guts a whole episode. And he was like, you're only going to do the first two. And I was like, yeah. I was like, it's going to be that deep, right? Because <laughs> I thought Army of Darkness was like, going to be a different thing. And I, I was I wrong? I kind of, I knew it was like the third installment, but I was just like, well, it's titled Army of Darkness. Let's just do the Evil Dead ones. I figured it would be like a separate Ash story. I didn't uh, know it would be nah. a direct sequel to the second. I guess, I don't, I don't know if this is a spoiler for you. Doesn't he go to hell in the third one? No. Oh, okay. Never mind then. No, Honestly, what I thought fine. he went to hell in one of that, these movies. That might have been. There might be something similar to that. Ash vs. Evil Dead, but I can't. I can't confirm or anything because I haven't seen the series fully. I'm only on like episode three of season one. Interesting. But, I have a question. Yeah. When does Ash versus the Evil Dead take place, or would that be a spoiler for Army of Darkness? It just takes place like. More modern times, like twenty. Would it just be the current day it, of when it'd that? Like, it'd be like twenty, thirty years since uh, Evil Dead took place, and so he's just kind of living his normal life, trying to be himself. And then he's like happens. fucking a girl in a um, bathroom at yeah. a bar. Oh my God, that scene is so funny. <laughs> I've seen the first episode. That's first it. Episode's so, so funny. is Ash versus Evil Dead a sequel to Evil Dead Two or a sequel to Evil Dead? It's more of a sequel to Evil Dead. Too, but I think he, he does. He doesn't have a hand. Well, the thing is, the thing is, that I think there's like dis, distribution uh, <laughs> things because they were going to call it Evil Dead Three: Army of Darkness, but I think it was like a different. I don't know if it's a different studio or I can't remember the full situation, but they were forced to call it Army of Darkness instead of Evil Dead Three. But um, yeah, it's it's. I think it's. I think it leans more towards the first two Evil Deads. 
and maybe a little bit of Army of Darkness for Ash of the Old Dead. But even then, Army of Darkness is still a very fun installment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so, so. What I like to say is that Evil Dead is pure horror. Evil Dead Two is a, is a wonderful mixture of horror and comedy. Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness goes full out comedy. Yeah. It's, is Ash vs. Evil Dead comedy or horror? Both. Really good. Uh, is it rougher? Huh? Is it rougher? Like, Probably would you recommend not. It this was on network TV. In if horror. you love the... Uh... Walking Dead's on TV. I can't Walking watch Dead that. Walking Dead is not nowhere close to this, though. I can't watch that. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's some things in Walking Dead that's just like, it's a bit like, you know, Negan with the baseball bat or, you know, people getting their faces ripped off by... Yeah, but the comic's like way oh, better. Oh, absolutely. Like the, um, absolutely. What's the kid's name? Carl? Carl, yeah, like, yeah, he loses, he get, like, in the comic, it's just a hole through his head, and it's so weird and cool and crazy. Yeah. But, so, um, I don't know. But in the TV show, it's just, I don't think it is that. I would definitely recommend Astro's Evil Dead. I would definitely recommend Army of Darkness. Those are really, like, especially if you love the first two movies, you might as well yeah. finish it off. Yeah. And the thing is that they canceled Astro's Evil Dead. Uh, stars canceled the, the series on, like, Damn. the third season. Mm. But even then, like, it's still... I mean, three it's seasons like, isn't bad. Ten yeah. episodes, four, like 30 to 40 minutes per episode, easy watch. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I'll be able to commit to that. <laughs> no, but yeah, I'm but down yeah. to commit to Army of Darkness. Yeah. I, I'm down to continue. I think once you watch the first couple episodes of Ash for Zeal Dead, I think you'll be hooked. That's that's a good but idea. But you weren't. Well, I had... <laughs> uh, <laughs> you have to be that guy. No, no. But... No, I mean, in my defense, I have, like, a shitload of shows I'm still, like, going through right now. Like, I'm watching Breaking Bad at the okay. moment. Uh, I have finished that. Demon Slayer. Oh, God, uh, we can't, we finish, can't that. finish that. Yeah, Ash for Zeal Dead's another one. I mean, I just watched She-Hulk today, and, like, That's I didn't true. think I was going to watch I She-Hulk. Know. I'm not shitting on you, by yeah, any means. Yeah, no. I'm just like... We're shitting on you. I've, but... had, I've had so many busy days, and that's fair. I yeah. I I just rewatched Shira and cried. I'm, so it, I I know for a fact though. I'm still I'm going to definitely commit to Azure's The Old Dead soon. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just it's a fun show. It's really fun. But yeah, I think I think you'll enjoy it if you give them both a shot. I've really enjoyed these. I'm I definitely want to watch Army of Darkness. Yeah, now. at I'll, the very I'll, least, I'll watch that on my own time if. But I think if the um, viewers would like to have us watch Army of Darkness and maybe Ash versus Evil Dead and come back to these topics, yes. I don't know, maybe we'll maybe we'll invite you back, Sam. To it'll do be a, a part two next October. Yeah. Part two, ooh, Sam's yeah. return. Yeah, yes, that'll be a fun one. <laughs> Sam versus the Evil Dead. <laughs> Sam um, versus the Evil Dead. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm open. Yeah, they just gotta yeah. say it. Well, I'm yeah. a baby. I mean, my my friend Hamilton, like. Evil Dead 2 is the movie that got him into movies. Like, really? Yeah. Evil Dead is like one of his, some of his favorite movies ever. Like okay. that, that, like he's, he's seen the entire trilogy. He's watched the entire TV series. Like he loves it. Um, I like it. I'm respect. definitely interested yeah. in devoting more time like, to like this. Yeah. I first watched Army of Darkness, like, I think it was like earlier this year. And it's just, it's a fun movie. It's just, it's so, fun. It's, it's, it's very entertaining. The fact that you say it's full comedy, and I'm like, it looks a I mean, lot there's like a Monty lot of, Python. There's a lot of gore. That's it fair. looks a lot goofier, though. Yeah. <laughs> it is goofy. You know, like, like he has a chainsaw hand. He's in medieval if times. Love, That's fucking wild. If you really enjoy the <laughs> scenes of Ash being like a Three Stooge comedian, uh, there's so much more of that in this movie. That I am And that. you're going to be very entertained by a lot of the stuff. Especially the antagonist. The antagonist mm-hmm. is also very, very entertaining. Okay. So I don't I don't hate that we watched this. I'm glad that we And we had to push ourselves because <laughs> we paused it and went, 
are we doing this? If you guys can get, <laughs> yeah, if you guys can get through this, there's so many other horror movies you guys can get through. Because Interesting. This is like a really top level of like, can I manage this? You know, with so it? we went for the top. One of the tops. Like, okay. like you're so we really struck some gold like, here. Like, I mean, I don't want to watch more. <laughs> I I don't really Not either. Horror movies. I don't want to watch like more classic horror. Like, I watched The Blob and Creature from Black Will Lagoon you watch recently. Saw? No, the first saw, which is not as gory. Over my no. dead body. Okay, saw saw is not that gory. Like the, the first, first one. The first one is more of the mystery and the crime itself than it is on the gore matter. It's the sequels that really go for on the torture porn elements. Uh, You're good. still just like no. no. Saw, saw has wow. one of the best endings. I can't wait for them ever. to make like Spiral Two, and then it's like, guess what, Seth? <laughs> we have to watch these. No, <laughs> I, that, I, that is a. Put foot down. But yeah, no I mean, for me. No, like, well, Saw three is the goriest one, uh, and then it just it gets so gory from there on. We probably um, would only watch the first I one. Can't. No, I, no, I, I can't. seriously, I, I seriously do recommend. Like, I think that the first Saw is a lot tamer than what you just watched with Evil Dead. Really? Or, yes. The first Saw is. Oh yes. Have you seen it? Yeah. I've seen. I haven't seen it, but I've seen a bunch of stuff about it, and like, and I know, I the know what traps, the plot is. The traps are very tame, and the gore elements. It's more the shock factor that this movie exists, because this was like two thousand and three, two thousand two, something around. Those and it lines. was a million dollar movie. Yeah, it's like James it was... Wan. It's the guy who directed Aquaman. It's the guy who directed The Conjuring, mm-hmm. Insidious. Like he's he's. I, can't a... wa- I haven't seen a single one of those either. Really? Yeah. You seen Aquaman? No. Wow. What? That's actually on me. I'll admit. I thought you had seen Aquaman. <laughs> Huh. I I haven't seen Aquaman yet. I haven't seen Aquaman, Shazam, okay. Wonder Woman eighty four. Uh, I'm behind. Well, you on don't DC. need to watch eighty four. Eighty four is pretty shitty. Really? Great. Yeah. You're the only person I've heard say that. <laughs> really? <laughs> he says this about a bunch of things. What was it that? Sometimes you, I'm just in the oh, dark it was about Ghostbusters. Movies. Ghostbusters like answer the call. You were like, man, this is a hot take, Brett. I'm like, no, it's not. These are bad movies. <laughs> or I this like, is a I bad love movie. Ghostbusters. The um no, it was the female one. Oh. Answer the call. I haven't seen that one. That one. Seen Afterlife. Yeah, uh, I've seen Afterlife. Uh, I love the ending of it. I just didn't like that it was like a full. No, no, no. Well, oh I, God, I, we want to get back on Ghostbusters. Spoilers on Afterlife for those who haven't seen it. But like, my dad passed away last year, and so going to see that and seeing, you know, e- is it Egon? Egon, yeah. Egon's ghost. It was like that was like a nice, you know, thing that I could uh, empathize with because of my own father's passing. What a great so, reason for me to not like shit on. It. <laughs> yeah, well, now like, you can't. Brad. Well, like, well, I like, can. Well, it's like it's saying that like I felt connected to me and saying that I and my family you needed at the time because it's just yeah. like it was just like a month after my dad passed. But um, I thought I, it should have been Venkman. Well, well, the, yeah. Well, <laughs> damn it. I, I guess. Uh, I think the thing for me though about Afterlife is that it. Does the exact it kind of it does it goes with the same formula as the first movie does. That was and my so complaint as well. It makes it well. unoriginal, and that's what I don't like about movies is that they try and go for the similar uh, plot structure. Plot structure, yeah, of like its predecessors. Like you don't need to do that. It's like why bother making a sequel or going forward on you know this new fresh interpretation if you're just going to do the exact same thing that's been done before. Not as good. Yeah, not as good. I really like Afterlife. It's, it's, like, <laughs> it's a fun movie. 
But like it, it's, it just doesn't have the same heart as Ghostbusters did. The original. I, don't know. I thought it gave good homage to. You have to remember. It, 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 it has some nice homage to it, but you like, have to also remember. I watched all of those in a yeah, row. You did. Oh man. <laughs> of course, oh, I was so going to. So you watched Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, then two, then the 2016, and then Afterlife. In one God weekend. God rest your soul. <laughs> I watched it all in like three well, days. We each we each picked something. I picked Ghostbusters, and then he picked Netflix as Dracula. Yeah. Oh. So wait, Netflix has Dracula? Yeah. It's not good. Uh, like, like a TV series or like yeah. a movie? Yeah, it's, it's a mini series. It's three episodes, <clears throat> and they're an hour and a half each. The Draculas you should watch are uh, Universal Monster with Bela Lugosi, yeah. uh, the Hammer uh, Horror with Christopher Lee. And Dracula Untold. No. <laughs> no. Uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula from Francis Ford Coppola. That's a good one. Uh, Gary Oldman delivers a solid performance. Like, Keanu Reeves is, I don't, I'm not a fan of Keanu Reeves in that movie. He's not that believable, but like Gary Oldman's really the reason to watch it for. I I don't like how we're really just it's going fine. straight into this. Um, I don't like how sexualized the brides of Frankenstein are. I put air quotes for, bride, the, for the listeners. A drink, a Frankenstein or Dracula? The brides of Dracula are. Uh-huh. Because like in the book, it's not like it is sexual, but it's more sexual through blood. Than sexual through like oh you're hot and I, I don't mean, like how they handle it I mean, in a lot beauty, of the movies. Beauty is is a big part of what makes vampires so mesmerizing is that they do take the attractive appeal and look of vampires to make them seductive towards people. It's I just thought that another was Vampirella. Oh, Vampirella. <laughs> I don't know if that is. Um, it's a comic character. Oh. But and I, and yeah. I I see what you're saying. I just there's a certain way to do it, mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of movies go for the over-sexualization mm-hmm. instead of the well, attractiveness. I didn't necessarily get that with uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Okay. I just wanted to bring yeah. that up as yeah, like yeah, a curiosity. Yeah. yeah, no, I didn't necessarily get that. Um, okay. Well, that's been the update on what we've done for the Halloween yeah. month. Just really? in case you haven't yeah. listened. Yeah. We did well, Ghostbusters, so and then we did, we did Dracula. I mean, what's coming next week? Oh, well, currently it's the this. very end. That's Shit. right. We'll have to tell you. And... Well, you're here. So. Yeah. I am here. Well, well, I think we're, we're we're nearing the outro, anyways. So. Well, we were talking about you know what should be in like the top like three, five horror movies of all time, because I was saying you know Shining should not be. In, you don't think it's that good? I really love no, the no, Shining. No, 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 I, I haven't love, seen. No, it. no, 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 no. I didn't say I didn't like the Shining. I love the Shining. Don't twist my I words. I love the Shining. However, I think that there's so many other movies like. That, that I've said before, but like the horror genre just has so many great movies. You have The Exorcist, you have The Thing, you have Suspiria, you have The Descent, you have so many great movies that, I mean, Nightmare on Elm Street is another, it's a fantastic it. horror movie. I think those movies for me, though I haven't, I haven't seen them, yeah. but what turns me off is that they're, they're done by New Line, which I know it's like, it is. Freddy Krueger is what made New Line. I know, but it's still the thing of like, they're. I mean, it is cheap. It is kind of indie, but it's yeah. still like it's man. Sometimes it's laughable. As long as you go for directors like Wes Craven, John Carpenter, George A. Romero, or uh, I mean Dario Argento, uh, Fulci, uh, you you'll have some really good experiences. Especially with Carpenter and, and Craven, they they make some amazing amazing horror movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, yeah, it's just like you you gotta just find your poisons and then try them out. You know, because and I yeah. and I, I definitely think I am. We discussed on the car right here, and I'll yeah. elaborate more because I didn't want to get too deep. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm really into like the Criterion classic horror right now. Yeah. And this kind of fed into that for sure. 
the IR said the this blob feels like Criterion has some amazing additions to their collection. They have some they have some ones that are like easy going. Then they have some ones that are just borderline. Like I don't know if I can get through this. Like I watched a Sallow years ago, and that's I'm not going to get to what the plot is because the plot is just fucking disturbing as hell. But it's just fun. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's a movie that was very hard to watch. I get why it has the praise, but it's just it's it it's one of the most brutal movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm sorry. Um and yeah. I mean it's from Marquis Assad. Like it's it's a it, it's his story like that he wrote. And it's just uh I, No, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, it's a yeah. But I mean there's also just like one of my favorite movies to watch on Criterion is House. It's a nineteen seventy seven Japanese horror movie, I think by I can't remember the guy's first name, but I think it's Obayashi. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a, it's like an acid trip, you know. Fun. It really is. The what guy, was it? the director, like what he did for his career is that he used like models for commercials in Japan, and then these guys decide, well, we want to make something that's going to be similar to Jaws. So how can we top Jaws? <laughs> well, let's make this. Let's make this really weird fucking movie about you know seven girls going to this house and then the house is wanting to eat them great so monster house i was gonna say that but i don't want to that's a good one that's a good one i like monster house i love monster house that's one of my like favorite horror movies i know animation you hate weird ass animation which is fair animation like back in that time can be a little dated depending like on where you watch it from like Mm -hmm. i mean we're talking like polar express that's i hate it that's a very not too great animation but i hate it i hate that movie too I mean, like, yeah. I knew you're gonna bring it up too, because it's like the quintessential, yeah, like that just... animation style, where it's like it's shitty, it's probably cheap. It, I could make it. I don't know. It's like, yeah, going to the 3D era. Oh god, uh, it was the 3D era. It, it it was the 3D era. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was the early 2000s, wasn't it? It's like 2006. I would believe I that that movie was three. Was the 3D that. era? It was that early, wasn't it? Because Spy Kids three was two thousand like six or seven. Oh my gosh! Fuck. You know Glenn Powell the from Top Gun Maverick is in Spy Kids three D. Who is it? Uh, do you know? Like, so and this is really off topic. It's, <laughs> That's the, it's the scene where uh, Junie is like on top of that big robot fighting like the girl he has a crush on. Yeah. You have that one kid is like giving them the rules and everything. It's that kid. Huh. Who's Glenn Powell? That. Uh, Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. Yeah, you it's said so it. And I was like, "Which one is Glenn Powell?" Then I was like, oh, "It like clicked." Like my friend showed me that last week. I was like, "No fucking way." <laughs> that's, that's really him. Uh, but yeah. Well, I'm, with that, so that's I'm gonna I'm call it because I gotta awesome. edit this episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah you um, so you I'm gonna I'm gonna call it. Rusty, I love you. So what's going on for next you. week? Well, well, we will. If you would like to do the podcast a favor and want to reach us, you can do that at back to the point 21 at gmail.com. You can also reach out to our Instagram account and Twitter. Both of those are at back to the point. Uh, my personal Instagram is bombastic. Brad one Seth's is plutonic dot Seth. Like the planet. We're keeping Gus proud. Amen. And would you like to give any plugs or oh, would you shit. like to stay anonymous? Uh, Either if, is fine. Yes. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you're wanting to follow me, uh, feel free to on Instagram at sjmore2000. Uh, I don't normally post a lot, but I'm always uh, attentive to text messages, and we'll yeah be happy to chat about movies or really kind of any topic. So feel free. <laughs> nice. 
with that, we will leave you guys. To be continued with Spirited Away. Oh. <laughs> wow. See you next See you week. Next time. Yes, I have thought about going to voice acting. You you are not the first person to bring this up. I know, up. but I brought it up a lot. You have brought it up a lot. I've been told that I should do voice acting since I was like 17. But you're like, you're not, you're one to talk. You are a voice actor. Yeah, and I... You've got a deep I, voice yourself. I think a very nice voice. I appreciate that. I think that you can, at least, that you can try it out yourself too. I, I, I think you really... I, it's a very fun thing to do, especially when you get to like try, you know, all these unique different characters. Oh, we have the podcast on with us today. I mean, I've been doing voice acting for four years now. Yeah. And I mean, just freelancing now, like not anything, you know, too major. But I've 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 had a lot of fun and growth doing it the more I do it. Because, yeah, it's just, sure. it's just something I really enjoy. What kind of characters have you played? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Are you I, at liberty? Yeah, no, this is a I, good question, I mainly actually. do, uh, I'm, I mainly do, like, like, Unique, like I do voices of. You're in Chainsaw Man, aren't you? <laughs> no, I, I do. I do like horror characters specifically, or like ghost face voices. Um, like all I need to do is just that do. Makes sense. I do like the. Uh, I I use Audacity for my recordings, and I I can't remember the. It's on the top of my head, like I can't remember, but it's like you modify it to sound like a phone call, kind of talk like the deeper kind of voice and it somewhat just sounds like a little bit like Roger Jackson, you know, doing a, a ghost face voice and people seem to really like it. So I do that. I just do Halloween, especially this time of the year is, is always when I get the most clients. Because, well, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It's, it's that time of the year, you know, yeah. I haven't really done anything necessarily with my, my normal speaking voice and normally just do like character voices if anything. Okay. Okay. I think that's why I don't do it is like, and obviously I haven't really put in the time, but to change my voice like that, to get like character voices, I don't know. <laughs> you, you can surprise yourself in so many ways. I'm I sure I can. don't, I cannot tell you the amount of times I've been, I've surprised myself and the capabilities that I've, I've found mm -hmm. over the years. But yeah, also I just don't, I haven't really pushed much to really try and promote my natural speaking voice. I need to. You have a good one. You and Brad both do. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah, I've ever You've since... You've got a good voice. Yeah, but mine isn't good for voice acting. It's kind of higher. It doesn't carry as well. I don't know. Your voice sounds like butter. Like, I would listen to your voice <laughs> as, like, a meditation thing to, like, fall asleep to. Like, there's a med sleep meditation I listen to, and it's kind of similar to your voice, and it's weird, because I found it before I met you. We're just gonna drift off to sleep here. Uh, don't worry about your problems that you've had during the day. The tax problems that are plaguing your mind and i'm just gonna keep bringing up like things your brain is already like trying to make you think about yeah. uh you just you have a good one and i've stood by that the since we started doing this because i was like damn brad's voice though try it out i don't know how. try it out it's it's a very fun experience it's 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 the most fun i've had with any kind of job yeah yeah 